Hello and good evening, everyone. Welcome to this week's new episode of Primetime Gaming with Mr. Boomstick and Friends. And ladies and gentlemen, well, we're absent some friends because Everborn Saga is running a little late. So is, of course, Kaysante and Wandering Dutch. But we'll get him. We'll get them there uh, short, you know, soon enough. But listen, folks, breaking news left, right and center. It turns out that it is confirmed and just has been confirmed by Judge Corley's notes via the uh the uh, you know the, the the court case that went on with uh with with you know Microsoft versus the FTC it turns out that Sony was in fact uh trying to lock up Starfield uh as uh, as an exclusive I have the document uh, court documents in front of me that was sent by Everborn Saga uh Hargeet is hearing rumors and he's not the only one that they tried to do something to get Call of Duty exclusive. Uh, Hargeet, I don't know if that's true, but we will certainly find out. And we're gonna get into we're gonna get into some Call of Duty news because holy cow, uh Xbox 360 games, which are of course 100 percent backwards compatible, uh, unlike Sony's PlayStation 3, which you cannot play on the PlayStation 4 or 5, and I guess they're uh, you know pretty much shit out of luck on that. The servers were all turned on by Microsoft quietly over the weekend. And we got some numbers, Hargeet, that are going to shock and awe a lot of people in this chat. Because let me tell you something. The one thing I really want to stress, Hargeet, is Xbox lost a lot of players from the 360 area to the PlayStation 4 for the console being $100 more. For having a really bad, you know, leadership in place, some bad marketing, you know, and they left for Call of Duty because, well, PlayStation was the place to go to play Call of Duty on the PlayStation 4 because Microsoft gave up those marketing rights. But I have a feeling, and we're going to get more into this, Hargeet, that this turning on of the servers might be an olive branch to all of those players that, hey, you left, and now it's going to be in Game Pass. You might want to come back. Argeet, how you doing, brother? Welcome. Uh-oh, I'm muted. muted. Sorry. There you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so we're, we're, we're getting more information about the deal is going to take a little bit longer for CMA to... Yeah, we'll get into that thing. as well. But, uh, but yeah, I guess, you know, you know the, the Call of Duty servers got turned back on, and People like they're they're like the top selling games or something for some reason. The <laughs> Xbox. Yeah, I, I have I have the list and of top selling Xbox either. 360 games, which are two generations ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, um, hey, what the heck, right? Call of Duty is pretty popular, and I guess even if the old games, you know, what the heck, right? Why not? If they're if they're playable. Well, look, we're getting remakes of you know Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare Two, and Modern Warfare Three is coming, right? The the, the last five uh, Call of Duties, three are remakes. Uh, so those yep. games are good. They're they're good. So uh, it's interesting that, that people want to just go play the old ones. Uh, <laughs> why not? I suppose. But all of this coming to Game Pass, that could be some interesting times. <laughs> well, I mean, listen. I, again, we're, we're gonna break. We're gonna break it down when we uh, when we get to the topic. I, I just think there's something to be said about suggesting that people, regardless of what console you're on, right? Like if you're on a PlayStation Four right now, a PlayStation Five. I, I really think that it's going to be hard to say to these players, hey, listen, you like Call of Duty, 7643 here in New York. 
I, I, I just I, I just find it that even at seventeen dollars, which is going to be the new pro, the new price as of I believe September first for a, Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, it, it, it it's really hard to think that someone because again I I think the the, the running the, the running conversation mag is that. It is expected by some that people are just going to give up their digital libraries on a PlayStation 5 and sell everything and go to Xbox. And I really have a big problem with that because I understand gaming's expensive, Mag. I understand that it is a hobby. It it, it is entertainment. But there is a world where you can, in fact, own both and you can play on both. And we may, again, like we don't have all the time in the world, but someone might. Uh, How you doing, brother? Welcome back. Well, first of all, I'm excited to be here, Bruma. It's uh, um, it, it, hey, look, right now it's uh, the three of us doing this show. We can hold the fort down. By the way, anybody in the chat, if I don't say hi to you right away, my chat is froze on me. So I'll get, uh, I'll say hi to you guys uh, all from here live on the air. But uh, anyways, we got some things to talk about. We got some exciting things to talk about. Some shocking developments when you like what you guys just talked about here with old legacy games coming back. And boy, did I bring that up last week about Phil Spencer and his love of legacy and game preservation. This is something I'm going to dive deep into when we get into the topic, uh, uh, the first topic at hand. But we'll get into that when the time goes. But anyways, let's get this show going. Let's get rolling. Chat, hit that like uh, hit that like button. And let's get some more people in here. Let's go. I appreciate it. Well, we're already at 315 and we're only five minutes in, which is pretty impressive. Uh, again, the channel is still small. Uh, we are we are at 13k. We're on our way, or a couple of subs, a couple of subs away from 13.1. So we're making headway. Like I said, I'm incredibly uh, happy with the with the journey. Obviously, you know, you'd love to be at 100,000, but maybe one day we'll get there. Hargeet, let's let's talk numbers because numbers matter in gaming. Uh, now, Boss Shaw two four uh, tweeted something earlier today, and he uh, it's interesting. It's an interesting number because we're talking uh, sales of the Xbox Series X. And he wrote this, man, Call of Duty ain't no joke. Even the old Call of Duty games sell systems. Since the servers have been fixed, uh, and that was by Microsoft, confirmed. Not, not Activision, not Xbox. Microsoft turned on these defunct servers to allow people to play multiplayer via Xbox. Um, He goes on to say, since the servers have been fixed, people are reporting Xbox Series X uh, consoles sold out everywhere in stores. Amazon has some online, and the Xbox Series X has jumped up to not only number 10, but 84% in sales since this happened. Now, I have some numbers here. Because obviously, you know, numbers matter. Uh, at, at least they do to me. And Hargeet, I know you're a numbers guy. Well, according to Idle Sloth, great friend of the community, uh, he posted this. Uh, the top five sales on X on the Xbox store right now are nearly all old Call of Duty games in the U.S. and the U.K. People are not waiting for the ABK deal to be done. So this is how the order goes in the United States, Hargi. At number one, COD uh, Black Ops 2. At number two, COD Modern Warfare 2. At number three, uh, COD uh, Black Ops 1. Then Modern Warfare 2, the new remake. And then Modern Warfare 3. 
and I have the picture in front of me. I, I like I'm 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 blown away, Hargeet, that in the top <laughs> five games sold on Xbox right now, four of them are from two generations ago on the Xbox 360. And I mean, listen, I, I, I said this, I think you said this, I think Har- uh, uh, Mag said, this. I think everyone pretty much agreed that the play here, as we know, because Microsoft is, you know, they love money and they have to, you know, make money for their investors. The big play here was King, but there's something to be said about four out of the five games that are top right now <laughs> are Xbox 360 games. And what's I- even more interesting is that you can't do this even if PlayStation wanted to because PlayStation 4 and 5 are not backwards compatible with the PlayStation 3. Talk about it, Hargi. Yeah, interesting. And the fifth game, of course, being another Call of Duty, right? So, <laughs> uh, Yeah, pretty crazy that, uh, that that's what's happening. You know, the interesting thing with this is they're just doing this with Call of Duty. There have been other games that haven't been coming into backwards compatibility that may suddenly come into backwards compatibility. Uh, because they would now own ABK. There's, there have been licensing headaches, right? There's also the potential of getting other ones from uh, licensed material like the Transformers games or uh, the Spider-Man games, the Marvel Ultimate Alliances and all those uh, that you know Activision has made over the past, and those could just come back in if they work out those uh, license deals. Yep. Uh, but this is the thing. like this is When you get the ABK library and also look at its PC and its, its console, and on the PC side, they have a lot more to offer there. Uh, that is going to bolster that up, and that's where their growth is for Game Pass, right? This is why this is a big deal, right? You know, Blizzard is a massive publisher when it comes to PC games, and obviously King, as you mentioned, the mobile side of it, which is half of the revenue of ABK, uh, is is mobile, uh, and more players of, of COD are mobile. Uh, this, this is kind of the direction, right? So, yes, Call of Duty is a big game. Uh where it goes in the future, we don't know, right? There's plenty of, of opportunities for others to come in and, and compete with that. Uh, but assuming it stays the way it is, it's a, a massive money generator, just like uh, Minecraft was for, for Microsoft. It just keeps printing money for them. Uh, they keep updating it. They keep putting stuff out, right? And they just keep making money with, with Minecraft. So th- that's what they're looking at, you know, with, with the, uh, you know, the Call of Duty uh, IP. But they're also looking at the future, right? But So this is pretty good. It's going to bring a whole bunch of games into Game Pass. Obviously, it, you know, it might bring in more backwards compatibility. And when that happens, hopefully people will get to experience more games. Like the other, you know, people at our age, we, we probably have played a lot of those games. But remember, there are always newcomers coming to, yes. to the scene, right? New, you know, kids growing up that are uh, starting to play in, in console space, right? That they will suddenly, you know, get to play those games. Or even ones that are on PC, they will suddenly get to play all those games, right? So just, you know, those are the kind of things that happen when you can bring this catalog in, right? So uh, it, it's fantastic to be able to offer that to them. You know, 10 bucks if you're on, on PC, uh, 17 well, 11 but 17 if you want an ultimate, uh, you know, with the, the multiplayer online. So, you know, this is great stuff. So hopefully this will help them. Uh, we will see how that rolls out, right? We still have some time before it actually happens. But it is interesting that these games are, are just picking up this fast. Let's see if it sustains. We don't know, right? It could be that, uh, you know, this is just a, a couple of weeks thing and it kind of fizzles. But uh, but we'll see, right? There was a big sale that had all of them in there and people decided to start playing them because the servers came back, right? So it's pretty pretty interesting, right? So, uh, you know, we'll see how that... So I assume that means people started playing it. Other friends said, hey, why don't you go buy it? It's pretty cheap. Right. And they they started picking it up and they became the the big sellers. 
I guess the, the question is what else would be competing with that on the Xbox store right now? Uh, and I don't know if there's any major releases on this side. Certainly it was Final Fantasy 16. Uh, Diablo, I think, would have been the last big game right. uh, to release. And I don't know if we're kind of past its um, you know, prime selling time or whatever. But, uh, you know, that, that may be it. It's just like people are like, hey. I'm free right now. I'm, I, I, you know, these servers turned on. Let's go play some Call of Duty. And uh, hey, buddy, why don't you go pick it up? It's it's uh, cheap right now and on sale. Uh, so why not, right? <laughs> so interesting way to go right before it all comes into Game Pass. <laughs> well, but, I'll yeah, say this. I, I'll say this. It was no accident. Uh, yeah, they no, didn't I, just, I know you know, it, not, yeah. it, it, it does take us. I mean, it's not flipping on a switch. And I was actually just talking about that this morning with Kaysante, and that's really his forte. Uh, which I'm hoping to get him in here. I just messaged him, so I'm, I don't, I'm not sure if something happened with one of the kids or something, but hopefully not. Uh, but if he could be here, he'll be here, and we'll uh, we'll get his hot take on it because he says that it does take uh, not a lot of work, but it does take some some actual work to get there. And it's I, I was telling I was saying I, I kind of feel like it's it's an olive branch to players that enjoyed these games. For not hundreds, potentially thousands of hours with their friends, yeah. right? If they own the game, well, they own the game, and obviously you can pop that 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 disc, even the disc, right into your Series X, and and you just go. And uh, it's 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 pretty it's pretty amazing that you can do that. And uh, like even if you had to go and buy it, I I, th- I think that there's a little bit more to this story that we'll we'll learn. <laughs> but it does go to show you that there is a power of Call of Duty. And I, I cannot wait for the time where Call of Duty is looked upon as an Xbox game like it used to be back in the Xbox 360 days. Because when that happens, and, and, and it makes sense because we keep hearing, and we'll, 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 we'll come back around to this, Hargeet, that Jim Ryan wants out of the deal that he has left with uh, Activision because according to, again, court documents, he feels that the price that they have to pay for this marketing is not worth it if the game is going to be looked upon as an Xbox game. And what's interesting is even the casual audience, my sister-in-law, who has no real uh, you know, affinity for gaming outside of her knowing what her son plays, and that's, that's my nephew, Tyler, and he plays, obviously, he's a big Nintendo fan. But she even knew about it by, by just pop, it popping up. So if, if the casual audience yeah. is being moved by this, there's going to be a subset of people like, oh, Xbox is going to, they own Call of Duty. And Yeah, you know how we used to talk about a zeitgeist game. Yep, this is the zeitgeist of zeitgeist games every year, right? <laughs> like yeah. There's tens of millions of players that just instantly come into this. It, it is a big game. There's just no denying it. And to think that basically every fall, Microsoft's big game is going to be, whether they have anything else, is going to be Call of Duty. <laughs> it doesn't really matter, right? That is a, that's a big game uh, and certainly a zeitgeist game. But look, it's available to other platforms. We'll see if that you know materially changes anything as far as uh, you know the, the the console space as far as uh, percentages. Uh, but you know, at least it's available. It's available on other platforms, and it'll be associated with Xbox going forward. And maybe that does something for them. They'll at least generate the revenue. But uh, but like you were saying, and I don't Those know if we want to get into this or not, is the uh, association with the 360 definitely helped uh, the 360. 
and it made it that shooter box, right? We had like Gears of War, we had Halo, we had Call of Duty, uh, Battlefield, all that stuff was there. And Sony became a little bit distracted in a different direction, but they did try to come up with equivalents then eventually, right? And then yeah. they kind of gave up on them. Uh, but that that is an interesting thing as, as to where that goes. Uh, the only, to my knowledge anyways, the only exclusive Call of Duty uh, was on the 360. It was the Call of Duty 2 that didn't come out to PS3 because PS3 came out a uh, year later. And right. that the, the by then it was, I think it was just Call of Duty 3, I think they called it that, and then Modern Warfare came out the year later. But uh, so Call of Duty 2 only exists on 360. Uh, so the only exclusive they've had there. And and you have to look at that from an organic perspective. You know, Microsoft nurtured that relationship, nurtured that game with Activision, right? It was it was the online ecosystem of, of 360 that made that a reality. And, and the box was kind of designed for it with, you know, the, the online chat, the, the whole thing. It was just there waiting to be used. And that is where it got its, you know, its prominence was on the on the Xbox 360. Uh, and now it's coming back home. Basically, that's what's happening. It's coming back home. Right. So. Cool stuff. We'll see. There's a whole bunch of other games too, <laughs> but Call of Duty is big. Yeah, it, it's going to be interesting to see where this goes. Uh, like I said, I, I am, uh, you know, I, I know Call of Duty is important, Mag, and obviously, a perfect example of its importance is four out of the five top selling games. First of all, let's just say this: the 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 top five selling games right now are all call of duty on xbox that's both in the uk as well as the united states big markets yeah well they're huge markets but what's, yeah. what's more interesting mag is the fact that this all stems from the big hubbub of the call of duty deal and like i said i personally think that there might have been uh, an ideology at, at 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 Microsoft of an olive branch to say, hey, listen, let's turn on these servers. These games are going to be ours shortly. It's only, I mean, and we're going to get into the 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 how long the delay is. Uh, Bobby K was on NBC this morning. Uh, I, I think that's only going to be about two weeks because uh, if and, and we'll, 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 I'll tell you in a, in a second why I think that is, but. Uh, let, let's talk about it. Four yeah. out of the five games are from two generations ago. Right. And, what's, and the people are not, they're not just playing, Mag. They're playing. I mean, Black Ops 1 the other night had over 100,000 people yep. playing it. As a matter of fact, Kotaku did a pretty snarky uh, you know, article where they were like, hey, just so you want to know Xbox fans, there are more people playing Xbox 360 Call of Duties than there are Halo Infinite. Well, thanks for the update, pal. I, I, I'm sure that, that that got your clicks. But let's talk about it, Mac. Okay. Well, first and foremost, I'm excited about this, and I'll get into all the reasonings why. I, I wanted to bring up something Hargeet just mentioned at the end of his uh, at the end of his talk there, where he was bringing up uh, that you know that ABK does have a lot of games, but you know Call of Duty is still the focus. When you have an IP that's so you know, that's uh, that's so legendary in, in a way or, you know, it's so iconic is the better word I could use for it. Like you look at something like Take-Two Interactive. Take-Two Interactive has a lot of games too. But what are they known for? Grand Theft Auto, right? So at the end of the day, this is ABK will always be Call of Duty. Uh, you know, that's the way it goes. Now, 
Uh, another thing I was going to bring up, uh, Abdel114 in the chat, he actually says I mean, he's looking forward to, uh, he wants a mag skin for the next Call of Duty. I've already spoken to <laughs> Phil Spencer about it. It's going to be $9.99 for the mag skin, and for an extra $2.99, you can get the pony horn. So, uh, you know, that's I coming will, I soon. will spend that $2.99, sir. <laughs> that's coming 2024, it. folks. Uh, and, and one last thing before I get into my spiel, I just realized as I looked down at my calendar, this week... Marks not to the day because it, you know it didn't work. We were on Mondays. This week marks the very first time three year anniversary that I've been on a show with Boom. Oh, uh, I did awesome, dude. That's this week. This week it was, and uh, Holy this. Uh, cow. Yep, the week of the the J July. What is it? A fifteenth and nineteenth, somewhere around there. And wow, it was a dude. three year anniversary. I've been doing the show with you, brother. So it's been a pleasure. And it's been a wild ride so far, and let's keep going. But uh, here we go. Get into this situation. This is exciting, and there's a reason. The reason why is because what's happening is it's drumming up interest. It's people are interested. It's it's reviving people's love for Call of Duty. I know people say, "Oh, Call of Duty's fallen off. It's not the same as it was." Da, 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 da. It's still the number one selling game every single year. Even Vanguard, which is considered to be one of the worst, next to uh, what was it, Call of Duty? Um, ah, what's the one that came out with the launch of the uh, the Xbox One and the and the PS4? Ghosts, sorry, Ghosts. Call of Duty Ghosts was considered to be one of the worst ones. Uh, and then Vanguard. They were still the best-selling games of the year, right? So there's there's no way around it. So the thing is, this is a great opportunity here. Now that what's happening, I think that X, uh, Microsoft did this on purpose. I believe that this was uh, done. I mean, obviously, it's done on purpose. But what I mean by that is that I think that this was a litmus test to gauge interest to see what was going to go forward with this game. And what I'm thinking, and I'm praying Okay, to whoever's listening, that please fill anybody, whoever, Sarah Bond, whoever's got their hands on this situation, please. I'm looking for that Destiny 2 style Call of Duty Legacy Edition that's going to go on Game Pass eventually. And what I mean by that, the Destiny 2 thing. Have the open world hub like they did in Call of Duty World War II. You're able to walk around with the character, go from here to here to here. What are you going to have? You're going to have portals. The portals will take you to all the campaigns of all the Call of Duties ever. Oh, wow, and you, dude. Then you have a portal of the zombie section of every single zombies uh, map or game, whatever, ever released. And then you go to another portal that has all of the multiplayer maps, very much like the Master Chief Collection. Put 110 maps in there, 115 maps, whatever it is. And like I said, you can go from hub to hub to hub to portal to portal to all the different campaigns. And then... You don't even have to build the game from the ground up anymore. What do you do? You add another hub, just like they do with Destiny 2. What was that last one they did? The light, uh, whatever it was? Because uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't play Destiny. But um, anyways, yeah, the, the light storm or light whatever. Uh, yeah, so you do that. There's your new campaign. You put it in there, and you keep going from there. What does that do? It, get, it gets everybody's interest from the Xbox 360 all the way to the Xbox Series X. Uh, it gives everybody a chance to celebrate one of the greatest IPs of all time by being able to celebrate. Celebrate what did I bring up at the beginning of the show? Legacy. I brought yep. up something, and it's something that Phil Spencer is adamant about. He is he is passionate about it the, the same way that I think a lot of us, especially all of us in this panel here, and a lot of people in the chat, because we are older gamers. We are older gamers who've been, as Boom has always said, from sticks and dots to what we're seeing now, right? And therefore, we've been there from the beginning. We've been there from the set. Well, some of us have been there from the 70s, Boom and I specifically, right? We've seen that. So we are passionate about uh, the preservation of, of the games and, and something that we've been doing for damn near 50, uh, you know, 40-something years, right? So that's the thing. And Phil feels the same way, game preservation. What are you doing? You're doing that. So you revive the old 
the the old uh, online multiplayer maps. You revive the old IPs, the old games, the old servers, and what's happening? People are gravitating towards it because Call of Duty, no matter what people say or do, it is foolproof, it is timeless, and that is the definition of a great IP. And that is what I'm excited to see. Now, the other thing is that I know it's coming to Game Pass. We all know that. It's coming to Game Pass. And so people are like, why are they, why are they buying this stuff? It's coming to Game Pass anyway. It just shows you how hungry they are for this, Indeed. how excited yeah. the community is for this. This is what the community has been waiting for. They've been waiting for this moment. And you know what? Some people, you know how it gets. You know how it gets. Look at Everboard Saga. He bought, the, he bought Diablo 4. Has he even turned twice. it on yet? Well, he bought Does it twice. Does my voice go any higher? He bought it twice. What? Dude, did you, did, yeah, he bought he it twice. He bought it. Wow. See and see. Has he turned it on? I wish he was here to answer this question. He, he, he'll I remember be he, here momentarily. I hope. He but uh, yeah, that. He, 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 you remember the sound bite he posted? He, I just bought Diablo Four, and he posted that sound clip of the guy singing that song. I am a clown. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> so you know the thing is, people get excited. You buy something, you're like, I need this right in my life. It's that FOMO, and. That th this is the uh, practically the definition of FOMO at this point. All of a sudden, Xbox has got it. Everybody's jumping back in there. And you know the funny thing is, after hearing this news boom, what did this do for me? I want to go back in and start getting... Because remember, in the Xbox 360 days, I don't know how you guys were. I wasn't buying digital at that point. I was I, buying I physical. everything disc. Yeah, I bought so, everything but on the, disc. Here's, right. And so here's the other thing. At the GameStops of the world and whatever else, I used to trade in three, get one free or whatever it was, right? Or trade four, get one free. I don't own them anymore. So now there's this part of me going, should I just, should I just, should I just? And I'm like, come on, Mag, take it easy because you see everybody else doing it. And now I'm getting excited. And now I want to get back in. And this is incredible. This is I mean, where they're I think cheap. It's they, they, they are cheap. And if you do Bing, you <laughs> Boom, can probably. Stop trying to do this to me. So, so two questions for you, Mag, right? So sure. one, if they do a Master Chief Collection type thing with COD, it would be a massive undertaking, but I'm just this is a pipe. Thing and, and I don't and then that's fine, but should that go to other platforms? Is I say that no. a new call of duty? No, I, I say that stays on the home <laughs> of Xbox. I right? say you release the titles everywhere, as promised, on yep, uh, yep. cloud Nintendo. And don't take away existing ones, right? Fair Absolutely enough. not. No, no, no. You leave everything there so no one can say you took anything away from them. So yep. if, if for example, if you're an only PlayStation player and you have the PS3, 4, and 5. Right, and you have the Call of Duty physical, uh, you know, editions or the or the digital, whatever. It affects nothing. You keep all the servers going. You keep everything up and running. Yep. You keep everything great. People can go all the way back and play whatever the <laughs> heck they want. Let them do it. But if you want that celebration of the IP that they let's let's face it, guys. Okay, seventy billion dollars is basically. I understand, like you know, behind the scenes, it's all about the mobile because the mobile cranks out the cash, right? But in the console space, it's all about that Call of Duty. Why not celebrate what you now own? Why not be a proud owner and say, this is what is ours now. As a community, let's celebrate and tell your friends so they can all come in and they can some celebrate with us because that's what's going to happen here. Just because the Xbox community's gotten into this and they're getting excited, you don't think the word spreads? Word is spreading, guys. Word is spreading everywhere. You People are starting to perk up their ears okay and their eyebrows are starting to raise so high they're gonna fly off people's heads people are going people are doing what playing 14 year old cod games on xbox what the heck is going on and then you and then they realize it's now purchased by them this is what's gonna happen and i think that this is where like you know people underestimate the the value of call of duty i, I mean I, everybody knows it's a big ip ip but i really think it's going to drive up the sales 
and the uh, of Game Pass and uh, sorry, not the sales of Game Pass, but uh, the, the subscriptions to Game Pass and of course the engagement in the Xbox ecosystem and PC uh, ecosystem as well. Did you have another question, Nargi? Yeah, say yeah. It? So, uh, so first, I don't know if that's going to cause any regulatory headache for them, right? That's that's why I asked that. It's an interesting question, right? Because I'm with you. I think that should be a Xbox exclusive. We're not taking any games away from anybody. No, nope. we're just compiling them into a convenient. Master that's what i'm saying like thing right which is very cool because if you say like i just want to do two and three you can do that you can say one and four you can do that right whatever right like they just do that for you very cool but i don't know if, the, if that will become a regulatory headache so it's an interesting discussion the yeah it, it would be interesting sorry go ahead first we have to get to the point where they actually do this um yeah, I, yeah. whether they do it or not like i said it's just a I pipe think they dream. Should. i agree with you right and and maybe even like remaster a bit like up res a bit right sure. and maybe upgrade you know get better frame rates or whatever that's 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 an awesome thing to do um why not why the not they have the they have the bodies to do it they yep. have the money and the know-how to do it. They've clearly done it with a lot of their titles before, all the way back yep. to the, the original Xbox. They have remastered 60 FPS, the whole nine yards, 4K, blah, 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 blah. They've done all these things to these games. And why? Once again, because Phil is a huge um, <laughs> is a huge fan of game preservation and, of course, yep. making the experience better, right? Yeah, these are so big without, games, so you might as well preserve them, right? Exactly. Um, and without without interrupting the artistic vision of the, you know, the creators of that game, right? And then so, the, remember that other, came up? Yeah, and then the other point you made about the like you know the the purchasing of it, right? Is the FOMO and whatnot and people purchasing it. You know, uh you know, Boom, you mentioned how how there's the digital issue of, of people being on, on PlayStation, they bought all these digital games. What would they do? Right. The problem is when you buy them, you know, at the beginning, they're like 60 bucks. If you went and tried to buy something now, it's gonna be five bucks. Yeah. Right. So the reality is, is it really that big of an issue? First, are you really going to go play that game? And B, if you really are, is it not viable that you can just wait for one of these sales and say, hey, that thing's like three bucks. I'll just pick it up on this side. Sure. Right. And so, like, I don't buy this digital library thing because honestly, like, you can buy those games again for so cheap that yeah, I don't true. think it necessarily matters. But you also will only play the ones you actually care about. Like you were saying, Matt, you traded your games in. Like, yeah, I just want yeah. I want to get the new game. I'm not playing the old game. What am I doing right. with this? Just taking up because it was a different it was a different right. culture in the early aughts, right? Right. 2006, so, yeah. 2007, 2008. We didn't. I, well, I mean, unless you were a collector, unless you were a collector, <laughs> I did not. We did not do it like not myself or none of my friends. We would go to GameStop together and with a big stack of our 360 games or PS3 games. And we would just go in and trade them and get the new hotness that was sitting behind the shelf. Yep. Because I remember you remember those days, the new titles they had behind the counter locked behind the glass because they didn't have them on the shelves because they knew some dude would run in and grab Call of Duty Modern Warfare 4 and run out the front door with it. So the, all the hotness was behind the uh, the cash register, right? So we yep. would bring a, bring you know eight games, seven games, eight games, trade them in and get a couple of games for free. That was a standard practice, especially in those days. Let's face it, in those early days, that's almost 20 years ago, we weren't making the money we're making now. You know, like a lot right. of us are more established at this point. We're older. We have more expendable income at this point. You know, us in our 20s, eh, hit and miss, right? You know, depending on your, uh, you know, the, the, what you were up to. But uh, anyways, that's pretty much all I got to say about that. I'm happy. I'm excited. Um, I'm, I'm glad to see that there's such a, a growing interest in the community again. And it's having an effect on me. Like where where and I'm sure I'm not the only one that's having an effect on me where I'm just itching. Happening right there. I'm itching to dive in because <laughs> they boom. We, I love it. Think about you know how Call of Duty is. You play it one year, you go to the next one. I yeah. I probably haven't turned on one of those games in like 10, 12 years. 
So I'd love to like even the campaigns. I, I barely remember some of them. I mean, except for some of like the memorable ones, like the you know the one in Modern Warfare Two in the in the airport, or yeah, the, or no the Russian, Russian roulette, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. the Russian roulette and Black Ops things like that. You remember those things, right? But for the most part, I don't remember all that stuff. I'd love to go back and revisit it and maybe see some of those multiplayer maps and things, right? So it's very exciting. But anyways, I'm gonna pass off the mic to a man who I haven't seen or heard in many weeks now. Mr. K. Asante is Mr. here. So, K. Asante, eighty-four. Welcome, scene, my friend. brother. Welcome, 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 welcome. Listen, real quick, just just to to to, to tempt you a little bit, Mr. Mag. Uh, hi, yes. I'm Stu. Says this in the chat. Oh. Black Ops One and Two are on sale if you have Ultimate, and they're only twelve dollars each. Wow. See, like that's. I mean, that's, like, that's nothing. <laughs> or if you just wait. If you if, well, but, yeah, you could just wait. I but mean. can you wait? And when are you going to wait? To listen, Mister Asante, we were talking today. I'm glad you're here. First of all, welcome as always. Uh, we were talking about specifically because it's your forte on what Microsoft did to flip the switch, so to speak, to get these old servers on. I I think it, that it's mm-hmm. an olive branch. This is this yeah, yeah. this this isn't an accident. Someone has to make the decision to say, hey. We're going to own these things. People on Xbox want to play them. We can actually make some money on the back end because people not only have the disc, but people like Mag are like salivating to buy. You see, you're going to see, folks, if I could like put a camera in his house, his fingers twitching like this right now because (laughs) he wants to buy. I almost want to turn the camera off and just go like turn on the console and just take a look at the store. I yeah, love it. I love it. So what what exactly had to be had to get done to do this? And it, are there all motives behind it? Yeah. Well, first off, microphone check one, two. I hope you all can hear me. Uh, I think I think I sounded right. This is the first mm-hmm. time I've used my mic in like almost two weeks. So, yes, <laughs> what's going on, everybody? It, it's been a minute since I've been on here. But yeah, um, I think the news is is pretty interesting. I think it's pretty exciting. Um, I thought it was kind of a shrewd move on their part, right? Um, uh, this this is this is back when Call of Duty, back when games didn't have to be multiplayer, uh, um, didn't have to be uh, um, um, what do you call it, uh, uh, compatible with other other platforms, so you could be isolated and be either an Xbox game or a PlayStation game. There was no such thing as or anything cross play. Right? Yeah across the aisle exactly there was, there was none of that right so this instance is very very interesting very shrewd thing you can think of because if you think about it a lot of people talk about all oh, your dedicated servers and on and the back end and all that and 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 by and large that's for 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 those who are not aware that that's my bread and butter that's what i do for a living i, I deal with that back end infrastructure the hardware when you talk cloud you know i, I you know the, people think cloud is a, is a is a floating term no i, I deal with the with the really big, thick pieces of machinery, pause that need to be paid for Ouch. and maintained in order <laughs> for your cloud theory to continue. So, needless to say, uh, the cool thing about this, the thing that I think is pretty awesome, the thing that, that that excited me about Microsoft and Xbox a while ago, and they're still going in that direction, is that they're playing to their strengths here. And like you know, uh, back in the day, and a quick, quick, uh, quick little lesson. You know, people don't know what a server is. You you thought a server, like, like I'm describing, big data centers, huge rooms. You've seen the stereotypical movie where they show you the big, you know, the big, huge data centers. These days, that still exists, sure. But for the purposes of this game and what they're doing here, 
it's literally a reference design. Like once once the game was done and they sh- they shut off the servers, they they mothball or they archive all of the reference design documents and they put it away. All Microsoft did was they probably had one of their weekend warriors say, "Hey, let's do something nice with the community." They they found the reference design. They now work with virtual servers, so you can literally spin up any machine you want in a moment's notice. And they just took a reference design. You know, uh, I need to know. I, I I'm not aware if anybody actually uh, has has tried it out yet. Did you need a quick software update before that thing kicked in? Probably not. So they they most likely like mimicked because you can mimic a lot in software now. They mimicked the the, the conditions and the uh, the server settings right like perfectly as if as if like like uh, when they turn themselves on, they're still in the 360 land and everybody no, nothing knows any anything better. And all they're doing now is basically leveraging that the same thing they did on the Xbox 360. Most most people aren't aware. But the 360 were a bunch of virtual servers. Your Xbox One uh, Series console right now, a bunch of virtual servers. They are literally playing to their strengths here. And the stuff that 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 uh, PlayStation would then have to, you know, go go get get the infrastructure. Go most likely go figure out how much growth they need in order to maintain how however many people are going to jump on. No, they just spun up a bunch of Azure servers. They virtualized them, put it on the back end, keep an eye out, and see which. Call of Duty becomes the great one, the one that people gravitate toward. Now, the right reason now, the for the winner, this, the right now, the yeah. winner, K is Black Ops yeah. One, which I'm not surprised about because Black Ops Black Ops One was so good that people, you know, people were were dying for remakes of that, right? So I'm not surprised that that's that's the one that's that heading in that in that direction. But what I think is super interesting, and and I, I see my man, Mr. Everborn Saga, has joined us. He's here. I said Sonic this. three times in the mirror. I what got up, him. Yes. Though? I got I'm him. gonna. I, I, and and you better you better like play with your play. Yeah, play with your cables right now because you're still doing that thing. You Yeah, he's playing. Play it was live on the air. That's right. Okay. No. Right, how um, now? Um, good now? Are we good? much better? Much better. Yeah, yeah, much better. Much better. Yes. Yeah. So the reason why it is after Mr. Everborn Saga is here because I have a theory that I think might be interesting that I want your what your take on it as well. This is so as uh, this is mm-hmm. this is a, first of all he said this to me and I thought about it and I said my God if he is correct in what he's about to pitch Phil Spencer mm. listens to this show I know Phil you listening brother I appreciate you Phil I love Spender. you he's now called <laughs> Phil Spender Phil Spender he held the line this is what he's about to say folks I got a preview this morning. Mm. And it's brilliant. It's so okay. Brilliant. So we already know that there's there's this conversation that that's already happened, and and there's a lot of speculation as to uh, some of the changes that may or may not have happened with the PlayStation contract. Right? It may be that they no longer have the 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 full aspects of the co- of the marketing that they used to to continue getting their ten year deal. Right? Uh, we've also heard Jim speak to the the effect of hey. Why are we going to market a product that, that's that's basically directly in our competitors' hands? So all that may change the seed the ground here. Right? I get all that, but assuming that that's not the case and that and that all existing contracts stand, we also know that during the term where PlayStation owns the marketing rights to Call of Duty, Microsoft and Xbox is not even allowed to pronounce the name of the game while they are marketing it. Right, so they, there would be a weird moment. Uh, there would be a weird moment in time, right? There's a weird moment in time where they own this game, this new game that's out in the public, and they can't speak on it, right? Well, but hey, 
here's the scenario. Wait, wait, listen, 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 listen to this. this uh, no, see, good. see, it's no, good. see, but they, 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 I'm, I'm watching Hargeet literally put it together in real time. His brain is going. I see it, right? I see it, right? But when you own, right, and and that has already always existed in all the platforms and all the IPs they've already always played in, right? If the contract happens, you know, no longer allowed to speak on it. Death loop and all that, right? Yeah. But. If there was a pre-death loop or a death loop two, they could be talking about that, but they don't have those instances. Mm. Bring on Call of Duty, where they have libraries of the latest and greatest Call of Duties that you've always loved. It's at that point now <laughs> where they own so much of it that they could give you new DLC in the 360 versions of the games if they so chose, right? So here we go. Let's assume, which... Obviously, we've already talked about the fact that that may not even be the case, that, that pl PlayStation continues to, to uh, market it all the way to 2025. But if they do, what can Xbox do? They can literally turn around and go day and date. Here's your favorite Call of Duties of all time with little effort. Turn on the servers, get them going, find the ones that you love and keep you excited for them while killing the clock on whatever is existing. And they can still continue saying Call of Duty, <laughs> unlike all the other times when they had nothing else to do about it. That I is my think, theory. I, I think you're, you're doing a little too much uh, thinking about I, this. Am one. I wrong? Think I, about I, it. Like I, it, It's walking I, we'll, and talking we'll and, and moving itself at this point. <laughs> think, think about this. Mm -hmm. What Sony and Activision have today is mm -hmm. a co-marketing agreement. True. Yes, 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 yes. Activision can market call of duty yes that's true yes and if they did microsoft see, see but but that that's where activision, mm. and activision is microsoft now that, that's well, that's, minute, that's where i minute, think minute, it's a bridge minute, a bridge too far wait, but i, I though, think contracts but, supersede themselves what, if if it, a if you are if you are a third person a third party then all of a sudden it, during the course of a marketing contract become a first party that doesn't automatically mean that Oh, the, the IP is mine now, so I get to speak, even though the contract says I can't. Well, you know what I'm saying? I like, would argue that unless, it does, and I'll tell you unless why. Jim, unless Jim really makes good on his threat and says I'm not marketing it, and then there might be a clause that it falls into that then the 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 oh, the owner of the IP then goes default default to market it. Then of well, course that may be year, Xbox. Right? It well, was Activision that marketed it, not or sure. Enough, yeah, yeah, anyway. yeah. See well, that that's my point. If if PlayStation continues down the path that they they have been doing, meaning we own it, we own the marketing rights, we're going to continue to market it. If they did so, I don't think that it would change anything. It would continue to be status quo. Okay. But if they okay. didn't, then okay. maybe okay. You know, that world that you're describing might 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 come to okay. fruition because then uh, then there might be some uh, legal framework we, with that being possible. You know, you we said legal. I want to say illegal for a second because Justy mm. Justy Spud just said something that made me choke on my water. Mm. I, I said, uh, Phil Spencer holds the line. Oh. He says Jim Ryan snorts the line. <laughs> just oh, yeah. my God. Wow. He probably is now. Well, everyone, <laughs> you wanted to say something, then I, I wanted to chime in. Please go ahead, everybody. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ. Yes, sir. All right. <laughs> um, so I think we are living in the timeline that I described. And there is a reason that jim's first response was that it will not make sense because that was a separate point right. us paying you for these marketing rights does not make sense anymore That's why mm -hmm. 
this was such a global event that literally the entire world knows that this is your uh, IP, right? There's no one on the planet that won't know that. And us paying to be associated with it will be stupid when, even if we are airing the commercials, when CNN mm -hmm. comes back on or when you go to IGN, all you're going to read is Microsoft owns this thing. It makes no sense, and this is why Jim said it made no sense. This was before he got to his fanciful offer of I want everything and ironically got almost nothing, but that's another conversation. So the point is, I do not believe that they are going to continue paying for that marketing because it, it, it makes no sense for them. And I'm not, these aren't my words, these are Jim's words, right? There's yeah. no play there for, for, at least in that first paragraph, if we look at those his email to Phil, there is no play in we don't want to pay for the marketing anymore because it doesn't make sense. And right? further, Everborn, I'll take that even further and say they signed a 10-year deal, right? Not a you know eight-year deal from the two year they already had, right? Right. It's a this 10 is a year deal, deal, which means it's this gonna like outlaw 70-30, right? Mm -hmm. Right. So I, I lend more to what you're saying. I think this did nullify it. Because what would be the okay. point from Sony's perspective? They're losing money. They have to pay uh -huh. and take a lesser cut. Why would they want to do that? Right. And on top of that, Microsoft just wants a clean 10-year deal, right? This right. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. So yeah. I, I think well, that is what happened. Yeah, you're but doing some IGN talk but, right now, okay? Well, well, no, 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 no. But, but, but let, let, let me, let me see. Let me, let me expound on my point because the, <laughs> where I ultimately wanted to go here, and it wasn't even about what, what, what Sony does or Sony does not do. I think ultimately them allowing uh, all the platforms, the, the older versions and the older variations to, to, to thrive will, they're hoping will catch the, 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 the community at a, cer a certain place where they can have excitement again on old, uh, on older titles. So much so that if a, a next call of duty, the, the mainstay, you know, salt mines doesn't happen for you in the next 2025 or 2026, because all these others are still existing, and maybe by then more more content is coming to some of these, that you will be still satiated by that and allow the salt mines to get dismantled a little, a little bit. Okay. I think ultimately that's their vision, okay. and that's I mean, why they're allowing all of us to, to continue. Uh, two words, Kay. Occam's mm. razor. <laughs> mm. Continue. The, the, the simplest explanation is... Is usually the right one, yes. Continue, right. yes. But they, but but that uh -huh. explanation in this case is they just signed a ten year deal. Microsoft yeah. has a PLA with Sony. They did not have to sign this deal. There was actually no reason unless Microsoft was getting something uh, beneficial here. So, to my mind, if originally on the table was Sony no longer pays for marketing rights, we know this deal is a 30-70 split, not an 80-20 split. Sony's getting more money. They can yep. tell their shareholders and their customers they're guaranteed COD for 10 years. Do you think Microsoft did that out of the kindness of their hearts? Not after what they pulled. Nope. So my, yeah. my, in my timeline, and we can see who's right, I think COD goes into Game Pass this year. I, I think oh, hell yeah. yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, you mean the brand new one? Yeah. That's that's an interesting I leap. I, I I'm not ready. I'm not I'm not ready to go there yet. But I can see where you're going. I can see where you're going. 
Yes. Then again, uh, once again, let me let me hedge my bets. I'm catching up. I'm on vacation. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, I'm catching up. <laughs> Everborn, do you think they is there a clause nullify... anywhere that that would prevent that from this year? There would have Does to. There would have to be in the ten year. There would have to be a new the... a new contract. Yeah, yeah and the there's existing no contract would, would not allow, would allow that. for that. Right. No. Which which yeah. means well, right? wouldn't that by in point not allow it to be in Game Pass this year? Then, if that were the well, case, well, but, but, that, but think about it. They they have that the current deal continues. If they're yes. signing a new deal, because oh, I don't so think they're saying, saying that... what's in place is null and void. Then, if they make a new yeah. ten-year contract, well, yeah. not yeah. honoring no, that, that's what I, that's what I'm um, suspecting. So yeah, we don't we don't know that we okay, don't know see, that. That's but... something that, that that's the yeah. that, that's the outlier here because, because then it would be an mm-hmm. eight-year yeah. deal or or or. Or we're saying yeah. that ten-year deal commences after the existing one. That's what I'm thinking. But Sony was very clear. Sony was very clear, even in the disingenuous dealings, that they didn't want to continue the existing agreement. Which makes sense, right? right? Yeah. Which makes absolute sense. Like, and, and let's be clear here. You know, some people sometimes misunderstand exactly how this thing is put together. They pay for the ten-year, well, not ten-year, but with Activision Blizzard, they pay for an ex- extended amount of time to have the rights to market. Then it's up to them to market with their dollars the thing that they have paid for the right to market. So they already still own that right to market all the way to 2025, unless, of course, something has changed, the, 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 the ground has changed, which, which is what we're theorizing. But if that has not happened, right, which there's a, 10-year, a new 10-year deal in play, so clearly they can't just let it all, uh, uh, let it be status quo until the end of it, because as you guys are describing aptly here, that would make no sense because now they're marketing their their direct competitors' product. That would yeah, not right. make any sense and, and, in the and, in the last two years of it. So you'd think, and then what what you're what you're describing here it would be, which I'm thinking about it, would be that they would then be in the back room saying, "Okay, you know, buddy, you didn't get what you wanted, but let's wipe let's wipe the rest of the last two years away and start fresh with these new terms. Whatever those terms would be, we don't know yet. And, That's the case, right? And as I recall, they only have mm-hmm. the marketing for this upcoming game right and right yeah yeah, yeah. Was, and yeah. remember the, and the life the cycle of the game is usually the the, the life cycle of the game is, is usually one one full fiscal year so that's right. why it's still 2025 yeah but the right. next because year's game would be next open. year's game would that's, then that's, be open stand in microsoft that's right yeah. yeah so so we're just literally talking about one game. the game that's coming <laughs> out this year yeah. that would then be marketed this christmas into 2025 and however long that lasts. Right. That's so what we're talking. saying, what we're saying is, if PlayStation is not doing the marketing for this game, and we know they mm-hmm. don't want to, yeah, right? we know they don't want to. Yeah. And this is again, this is from the horse's mouth. This is Jim's mouth. It doesn't make sense because mm-hmm. everyone's going to know you own this IP. We'd be advertising for you, basically, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So if they're not going to market it, which means they're not going to pay Microsoft the fee, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And and. And they're also not going to take the 20% because I think this 10-year deal is for 3070. Mm-hmm. But I think the canary in the coal mine for us or, 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 or the lagging indicator for us is who does the marketing this year. So yeah. um, when, when, when it first officially gets announced, whose mm-hmm. stage will it be on? And oh, so so here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's <laughs> the thing. I think I think it'll be on Microsoft stage, but in marketing and commercials, I think you'll see Activision. You won't see Xbox. You will later. But initially, when my if if and when this future that you're describing comes to pass, true, you won't see Phil. You won't see uh, PlayStation marketed as they do. 
you'll see Activision. Just say Activision Blizzard King. You will not see the Xbox logo year just yet. I don't know about that. I could be I wrong, but I'm thinking no, no. about it. I think you're gonna see the. I think you're gonna see the Microsoft logo. It depends. Yeah. I think well, maybe the Microsoft logo. If, if I will say finishes. Activision, I will say Microsoft, but the green, the Xbox logo, I don't know, man. Okay, no, know. no, no, we'll no, see. maybe not. But so here's the here's the problem. Um, <laughs> I think because when you see a Bethesda title, you don't see the my, the Xbox logo next to it, right? Exactly, so, right? But, They're gonna let that leg stand but, on its own, and but, that's how they get. They'll but get, you can still see it. an Xbox commercial with Call mm-hmm. of Duty in it, and I think if we see one of those, we will know. Okay, so, okay, this, no, no, I no, like, okay. I have a question. Mm -hmm. My question is this. This marketing deal, is this a contract or is this just a... No, no, it is a contract. It's a contract. Yeah, it's a binding contract. contract. Yeah, but but then the red tape around breaking that contract, because now that this deal has gone through, they're going to have to go back and revise that contract. That's a lot of extra legwork. I don't think they're willing to do this year. Well, let me answer that. The timing is counting down here. We're only a couple of months from release. Yeah, that that's an important factor, right? Because a lot of these um, these marketing sort of verticals or whatever, you have to do these a year in advance or more, and right. those things are already set. So I do understand your point of because mm-hmm. of when the deal will close, there won't be enough time to make these changes. That's totally uh, understandable and probably true. But to your point about um, the contract or whatever, Jim Ryan was already ready to alter that contract if Phil would have gave him all the Zenimax games, right? So they were right. okay with that. So that and that's when Phil wanted them to sign uh, the the three year extension, right? But um, the question now is with this new ten year deal, because the deal that they were going to sign uh, last year would have superseded the existing marketing right agreement right so the deal that they sign now does that supersede the existing agreement and right. i don't think that's a microsoft thing i don't think sony wants to continue to pay that premium for a game that they know um is going to be associated with their competitor that's why right? i'm asking because if it's a contract because no, no, no. then it's I'm legally it, bound it, at it this is. point right that's a it, situation it, Right, but it is right. unless both parties want out of that. Okay, if both the parties, then then yes. Right, I'm not saying they're right. being strong armed out of it. I'm saying right. Sony may so, not want. The yeah, market. because Sony has officially said out in public that they don't want to market it for obvious reasons. It would right. be in their best interest to want to renegotiate that the terms of that contract because, as they've already said, you know the cat's out of the bag. Everybody knows it's your product. Why are we going to market it that last two years? So if that's the case. It, it is incumbent upon them to take a deal from Microsoft and say, okay, well, we'll change the terms of the last two years for your purposes because it's not like we can market it and get away with it anyway. You know what I'm okay. saying? We, we also are ignoring the fact that this deal hasn't actually closed yet. Yeah, correct. But <laughs> you know it, what I mean? True, so, yeah. like, let's, and, and, let's, and that's true. let's address but, that. <laughs> yeah, no, we're, we're actually going to move on to that because that, that, that's obviously the big news. It was, it was confirmed. That uh, and we'll get to it in a they second. They don't shoot um, these commercials over a weekend, right? So these things <laughs> are already, yeah, yeah, already yeah. done. Listen, before we get before we 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 break from this uh, Call of Duty situation and get into what is actually happening with the extended, uh, um, um, you know, delay. Uh, and, and I say extended. We'll break down why we don't think it's going to only be but a couple of weeks. 
Uh, and then you'll see New Zealand and the rest of the knuckleheads fall in line. But let me let me catch up on the super chats. We got a couple of new channel members, which is pretty dope. Whole grain bread and Spartan six six one. Thank you so much for joining the channel. We truly appreciate that. We also have Spartan six six one drops of the very first super chat of the evening at two dollars, and he says Xbox has a plan. Do not underestimate Phil's team. No, we don't under, underestimate them at all. We have um, Pat F. Drops a very generous $2 Super Chat and says, love the show and guests. Keep it up. Well, thank you so much for that, Pat. Super appreciate the generosity, but I'm super glad to know that you are enjoying the weekly content. Pip1006 drops a very generous five-pound Super Chat and says, off topic, but have you heard that the next Assassin's Creed will not have any DLC or support after release, hence the $49.99 price tag? I did not actually hear that. Is is that Mirage that he's that you're referring to? I because I, I wow, if that's the case, that kind of sucks because they usually those games live and breathe onwards with their DLC. Um, I loved Odyssey. I put so many so much hours into Odyssey. It's it's absurd how much how much time I spent in that game. Didn't like the one after it though. Uh, the one with the Vikings eh, just wasn't my bag, man. I put 35 hours in. And I was like, yeah, I'm done. Uh, Seek the Great. What's up, Seeker? How you feeling, brother? He drops a very generous $5 super chat. He doesn't even say anything. Seeker, thank you for the generosity, brother, and of course, always being here. Sir X-Men drops a very generous $5 super chat and says, I need to save this uh, Activision owns Blizzard creation. Xbox owns Project Gotham. Racing Bazaar is back home. We uh, uh, we can get pro- uh, Project Gotham Racing now. I mean, I, I look before we start talking Project Gotham Racing. I want a kart racer with with Xbox characters, and I will take nothing else. I'm sorry that, that I, I I want Project Gotham again because that would actually be a, a a nice you know third one in between everything else. But we got to get a kart racer in there. As a matter of fact, a couple of weeks ago, I didn't even talk about it. Uh, like on one of the Xbox shows that Jez Corden, you know, Jez likes to tease. Jez knows a lot of things. He put out something about a cart racer. I actually think I might talk about that tomorrow because I have to bring up, I have to find the tweet. Michael Mooney drops a very generous 10 pounds super chat and says, I wonder what the effect would be if Xbox enabled a public test service for Call of Duty updates Get 343 to bring Forge to Call of Duty multiplayer. Wow, that would be crazy. And put Xbox Heroes in multiplayer. That would actually be kind of dope. I would love that. I mean, a Forge type of thing in Call of Duty, the community would go bonkers for something like that. Uh, Sin Vendetta drops a very generous, outrageous $20 super chat and says, right now, since Microsoft had... Uh, that ultimate game sale, and because I'm a uh, I'm in a big game preservation mood, I went through and bought every single OG Xbox and 360 game that was available on sale, which included all of the Call of Duties. That's pretty dope, dude. There, speaking of preservation, um, I don't know how how many people are into like classic games. I know Mag is. Um, there's something launching tomorrow that Luke Law just did the interview with. Uh, it's 1300 games uh, being dropped in. It's a yearly pass is 30 bucks. And I bought the lifetime pass, which is 80 bucks. So I not only have all the games for a lifetime, 
but I have all the all the whatever else is going to come into it because they're going to keep it. it. It's like it's like the most excellent. Um, I sound Bill's head. The most excellent game preservation um, thing I've ever seen. Thirteen hundred games, and they have they have IPs from arcade, from Genesis, from from all different uh, walks of life. I'm going to get the name for it. I'm going to put it out there. I'll drop the the link if you are interested in checking it out. I I immediately jumped on because I'm an I'm an OG like that. But folks, let's let's quickly move into what exactly happened with the CMA because there are a lot of people that seem to think that this was Microsoft that bent the knee to the CMA. That's not what happened here. Uh, we have it on confirmed authority, Everborn, that um, 29 minutes after Lena Khan's first embarrassing loss, she got actually two, and the second one I think was even worse. The CMA was on the phone with Microsoft said, hey, let's make a deal. Can we come to the table? You know why they did that? Because they're the laughing stock. Right now, they're literally, they're the laughing stock because there are 41 countries before them that said there is no problem with this deal, and it's good for consumers, more importantly, and it's good for competition, which is fantastic. We knew that they hedged their bet with Lena Khan, and it blew up in their face now whether or not they colluded i think that they did whether or not they were defending sony and because you know jim ryan has a big presence in the uk i can't honestly say well but- well boom you can say they were defending jo- the, uh sony because that's what judge corley said well and that is true that J- judge corley did in fact say that but let let's get into the timeline because that's what everyone is waiting for. Like, the deal is done. Take your victory lap, Xbox fans. We own Call of Duty. Well, not we personally, but Xbox is going to have all of your favorite Activision Blizzard Kings dropping into Game Pass day and date, just like they were first party, because, well, they're first party. So you can take your victory lap, lap streak down naked uh, on your favorite block. Just don't say that I told you to do that because you're going to get locked up for sure. But phase one. With the CMA, uh, when they when this deal was announced, took seven weeks, Everborn. And that's when they didn't have anything. Right now, the CMA has everything. They have everything they need. They know that they, they know that they're gonna divert uh, divest the um the, the marketing rights for cloud. They don't really need much. How, what's what's the timeline looking to you? Okay, right. So just a little history lesson. Ironically, um, Microsoft originally notified the UK about this um, relevant, it's an RMS, so it's like a relevant merger situation or something like that. Um, They notified them back on July 6th. This was originally where the CMA had no idea about this deal, um, no paperwork, nothing. And we got the original decision for phase one to refer to phase two on September 1st. So from July 6th till September 1st, and the CMA didn't know anything about this deal. So now um, we're in a situation where Microsoft is going to try to submit a new package to the CMA 
And as far as the CMA is concerned, this will be considered as a new deal, right? And that means it's going to have to go through a new phase one. The difference this time is my uh, um, CMA really has all this paperwork already, right? They're very familiar with the parties involved. They will have to open it up for uh, comment. Um, they've asked for until, and I want to be very clear about this. They have asked for until August 29th to revise their initial ruling. That is not the time it will take for them to get their um, decision on this new deal. Because what, what's stopping the deal from closing right now is there's an interim order after uh, the CMA's phase two decision. That interim order prohibits Microsoft from um, consummating this deal globally. Now, we've already talked about this ad nauseum. Microsoft was investigating ways to close over the CMA, right? And had the CMA still been sort of obstinate, meaning they didn't want to hear it, they were going to block the deal no matter what, I think uh, closing over was a real possibility, right? The, the, the UK was not going to stand alone and block this deal after it's cleared in the US, China, the EU, and everywhere else in the world, right? And this is always the thing we said. Uh, I don't know if the UK has sort of veto rights like that. And we may say that they got Meta to walk away from the deal, but Meta walking away from a $400 million deal is not even in the same universe yep. as a company like Microsoft walking away from a $70 billion deal, especially not when the rest of the world has cleared the deal, right? You can say, well, New Zealand or Australia or whatever, none of those are stopping it, right? The major regulators have cleared it. And so I think that is why, you know, immediately following the FTC decision, they became the odd uh, jurisdiction out. And so they got on the phone because they knew that the deal was going to close with or without them. And if you can find another reason for why they got on the phone with Microsoft and, and magically started to say, let's work together. And by the way, don't take my word for it, right? Listen to Justice Smith, who is the cat judge that was hearing this. You just try to delay this deal, right? You, 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 and I, and, and we had to shut you down. You were gun ho. This is a, an illegal deal, right? It's an anti competitive deal. It's a monopolistic deal. That's what you said when, when, when you were in the House of Commons. That's what you said when you tried to, um, get a delay on the, on the day of closing arguments, which is very interesting. But now all of a sudden, you want to work something out. You want to hear proposals now when this is not something you normally do. You only do that if you felt like the deal was going to close without you and you don't want to deal with that legal headache because of whatever else is going on, right? Um, again, I don't know if Luke Steele is listening because he can probably explain this better than me or, or, or I was hoping Dutch was here because I wanted to talk this through with him. But that being said, um, now that they are at the table, because that's what really matters, right? It would be absolutely 
stupid and and it would be asinine for Microsoft to close over the CMA unless the deal was at stake. And right. if the deal is not at stake, you go through these processes. Right. And if the deal was small enough, you walk away if the CMA says no. But the deal's not at stake. You do not want to tarnish your reputation. And it wouldn't just be tarnished in the UK. Microsoft leaving the UK is a fanciful idea, right? But if you know that they're coming to the table and they want to work with you, you don't close out of spite. That's stupid, right? So anyone saying they should just close and deal with the lawsuits and years of litigation and never being trusted by regulators around the world again, uh, that doesn't make a lot of sense. Right. Maybe they take that risk if we're talking about a 70 billion dollar deal. But um, that's not the case now. And you want them to work this out because if they close clean the next deal they do. They can go through no problem. someone to be trusted. And this is the thing that's that's super important. Right. So a lot of people are saying it's going to take a long time before another deal. This is where I talk about Sega people just. Uh, by the well, way, Sega's coming. Uh, Sega's right. joining the fans. But, I'm about it. But um, the 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 th the thing is, it will be impossible to say um, that they won't honor their word. Even though we had Minecraft as the example, they tried to separate Minecraft and say, "Look at Call of Duty," because uh, Call of Duty has a yearly release. If they honor their word on Call of Duty and bring it to more places and have signed contracts with everyone, when they go to a regulator now, there is a framework there to say, yep. look how we treated Activision. Look how we treated ZeniMax. Look how we treated Minecraft. You can't say that this game, whatever it is, if it's Sonic or if it's Final Fantasy, um, you can't say that these are instrumental to the whole industry, right? You can't say that these, that someone can't compete without them. So that idea is gone. And you can't say we won't do what we say we're going to do because you actually have concrete proof to uh, prove that. So uh, I think this is the best way to go. And this is what you want. It does take another couple of weeks. But in terms of timing, I th we know that New Zealand was supposed to decide on the 17th. That is coincidentally the day before the CMA's final ruling deadline. Uh, and now that the CMA has extended, we see that uh, New Zealand has extended again to August 8th. And so what I wonder is if they are basically telegraphing to us when the CMA will approve, right? Because the CMA really doesn't have any work to do here, right? There is no more, con you don't even have, if you're looking at it as a new deal, you don't have to look at the console market. Why? All the players in that market are in favor of the deal. You have a signed contract from Sony. You have a signed contract from Nintendo, and they can't ignore it this time because it will be submitted with the original package, right? So there's no console issue. And if they, if they sell off the um, cloud rights in the UK, that's it. There's no jurisdiction to block it. And they've already found that subscription services are a benefit. So 
I think what we're looking at is August 8th or 9th for when yeah, this thing sounds about right. Yeah. So or maybe in the next seven, two so to three weeks, two days on the eighth, right? Something like that. But yeah, yeah, it's probably around that time. I mean, listen, you, you make a lot, you make a lot of sense. And obviously all of these, uh, you know, all of these other regulators who are waiting on the CMA, who are obviously, you know, talking with one another, it, it, it makes perfect sense. Hargeet, look, Again, we saw a shocking and, and and again not surprising. Lena Khan lost again. Uh, we just heard that the the the, the judge <laughs> say that the, to, to pursue this makes no sense. Like you know, obviously she's hell bent on whatever she's trying to do. She's going to go do. Uh, she's already lost twice. There was a, a, a letter from 22 Republicans saying you, you have to abandon this. You're wasting taxpayer dollars, which is, again, it, they are the Republicans. She is a Democrat. We know that's why they're doing it. It's politics. But the truth of the matter is, is that she needs to just stop. You, you, she's not she's not going to win. And 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 boom. Can we ace, talk about Chapel? Can we talk about Judge Chapel? There, yeah, well, that's that's what I actually. Judge? Yeah, you know, lead that into your uh, what Hargit Hargit's going to answer that because tell him exactly what Judge Chapel, who of course works for the FTC, had to say j- just this evening. Right. So, so, so the question now is whether um, the FTC is going to continue. We know they lost their preliminary injunction. We know they lost their emergency stay. It, it, their appeal is moot if Microsoft closes the deal because there's nothing to appeal, right? Because the PI is only to stop an action from happening. Once the action has happened, there's nothing for them to appeal. So the only avenue they have left is their their August 2nd case, right? This is the one that, that you know, they didn't want to wait for. So the laws or, or the rules for the FTC is that they're, they're supposed to drop their administrative case when they lose a preliminary injunction because the the federal court is of a higher authority than the administrative court, right? So uh, if a federal court doesn't think you're going to win this case, and that was a full case, we saw how many witnesses, we saw how much uh, evidence they submitted. It was a full case. It was it was condensed, but it was a full case. And a federal judge who has more jurisdiction, who has uh, more authority over your own in-house judge, says that you won't win this case. You're not going to win that case, right? And even if something happens in the administrative court, you still have to take it to a federal, federal court, court to is- make it binding. And a federal court will already have heard it. And by the way, if the administrative case doesn't go Microsoft's way. It's Microsoft that would appeal to the federal court. You know where they would appeal? Since they can choose which jurisdiction? The Ninth Circuit Court, who yeah. already ignored this. So this is why it doesn't make sense, and this is why it's there in their, in their rules to drop it. They could continue it. Now, Microsoft has put in a request today for them to stay the administrative trial. Uh, and the FTC has, uh, I think, seven days to answer them, Right. Now, there's only one judge in the FTC, and this is Judge Michael Chappell. He is the judge that is going to hear this case. So um, this says FTC's um, ALJ Michael Chappell 
uh, that's administrative law judge Michael Chapel in a hearing from another case says that um, that they are in limbo on the Microsoft case right now, but he thinks it's a waste of time and energy to have to admin trials to have admin trials move forward when we have federal court when federal courts are considering issues related to the merger to the same merger so what so what does that mean the in-house court who by the way all the evidence we just got from the pi hearing is evidence that was submitted to that judge he's already heard this because they've done gone through their evidence already so even he is saying he thinks it's a waste of time and resources will the ftc still pursue it probably not that is on top of the 22 um house representatives that are urging ftc to drop it this is on top of them losing in the in the northern district of california and the ninth circuit court of appeals yeah it it it, it, it's a it's not even ice getting uphill hargeet listen At this point, you know, are you in agreement that this thing is all said and done, wrapped up in a nice bow, signed, we can move on to something else already, but crying out loud? We as consumers, yes. Um, As far as this... uh, I can't move forward till I get caught in Game Pass, but I hear you. (laughs) Well, and and, well, yeah, and maybe that's coming, right, with the new agreement with Sony. Um, But look, the the, the headache is with WinaCon, as I had predicted way, way back, she's not going to follow any precedent, right? right? In almost all cases, essentially, if they've gone to federal court and they've lost, you usually just drop it. There's no point because you, you, you're going to end up at the same federal court and they dropped it before. Why would they change their mind? It's, it doesn't make sense. But this is Lena Khan and the, the administrative process has changed. It used to be that that was the law. That was basically it. it was what, if you went to federal court, you lost, it was done because you had to get approval not just, hey, and Microsoft says, Kate, can we dismiss it? It was like, no, you have to get approval from Microsoft to say, can we continue with the administrative process? No, that's still the case. And that's, that's why Microsoft put in the, the request today. A while back. And, and so now that's not the case. So now they can ask for it and the FTC can decide yes or no. In all cases, they've decided yes. We're just going to like drop it. There's no point. Right. But this is Lena Khan. It's $70 billion. I don't know. I'm going to, fl- I'll say it's a flip of a coin that she decides to continue or not and and the right thing to do is just stop it because it's not going to go anywhere it's gonna it was always going to fail anyway right a democrat judge said you have no case a democrat judge appointed by biden said you have no case like i don't know how much better it gets for you for the ftc it's not gonna work there's no way it's not gonna work so yeah it, it's it's a dead case they should just let it go but again <laughs> this is lena khan i don't know if she gets the message that you need to just stop because it's all politics. It's all politics, right? This is all her trying to say, I fought for the consumer. Did you really? But not really. Thought, okay, whatever, right? And and it's all optics. It's $70 billion from a multi-trillion dollar company, right? That's all this is. And so law, it's not going to work. But she may just continue. In that case, this is going to drag on for a year, unfortunately, right? Now, but we don't have to care because she, she's not going to win. But so Activision Blizzard will be owned by Microsoft and all the you know, network effects of that will happen. But she will continue. I, I, it's a coin flip to me. I don't know. I don't know. If, if it was following normal precedent, obviously it would be done at this point. Right. The FTC would have just dropped it. So but I don't know what's going to well, happen. Let me, let me ask you this, though, in regards to the CMA, uh, obviously, you know, we, we, we just discussed it where the, the original phase one was seven was seven weeks. 
right? And there was there was a lot of stuff that Microsoft had to present to them. Well, they've all decided that they are, we're we're going to get rid of the first uh, the first uh, uh, um, situation and get rid of that. We we're going to come to an agreement that you're gonna you're gonna sell off the the publishing rights for cloud. We're happy with that. We got what we wanted. They're trying to save face is all they're doing. Yeah. Do you see this thing getting done before? Like maybe the first, uh, you know, like like everyone was, that seems to suggest two to three weeks. Yeah, I I mean the 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 fact that New Zealand put it right there, it it very much they usually coordinate with the CMA right because they're part of the Commonwealth of Nations right they they usually coordinate with whatever UK is doing anyway so uh, it's very likely that that judgment's going to come out a day earlier and that'll give the New Zealand folks enough time to write it up and push it out the next day. That, that's it. So he's right. It's going to be like August four, five, six, something in that range, right? That it's going to be decided by CMA, and then New Zealand will have a couple of days a day to just write up their version. Remember, they're also significantly ahead in time, right? So that'll probably happen sometime in the afternoon for for CMA, which will be nighttime in, in New Zealand. So they need another day, right? So whatever it is, so it'll be somewhere around that time frame. I I agree. I think it's first week of August. This is done. The CMA is already kind of. You could tell from the language of the judge, the the, the uh, cat judge, that this is done. It's <laughs> not like going back at this point. It's done, right? And he, he, you know, the, the deal needs to move forward, and uh, they're they're just working through it. So it's just really like putting it in legalese that this is what you're doing, and we agree to it, and blah blah blah. Write it all up, and everybody agrees, and we go on, right? So that's basically what it is. Um, so yeah, I think we're we're close in that August early, you know, August time frame. This should be good to go. You know, the other thing the FTC could do, maybe if they want to do this, is they could just make a deal. That is always an option. If they weren't playing the games that they are, they could actually just. You know, it, it's crazy because I was listening to a couple <laughs> of uh, of Destin Legary's videos. Of course, they've been nothing short of phenomenal, right? Yep, uh, yep. And you know, he had made mention on one of his last ones that it was really perplexing to him how the how. The the, uh, the FTC just did not want to hear anything. Like they yeah. like like they literally plugged their ears <laughs> and were stamping their feet like a like a spoiled brat. Yep. It's pretty it's pretty incredible that uh, they are supposed to represent the, the the better interest of us, the consumers, uh, and 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 ultimately they were protecting Sony. They literally went on Jim Ryan's word. And he, I, man, like I said, zero confidence moving forward. She, I mean, she's over foreign <laughs> mergers, uh, and like I said, I, I, I just what I, what I just want her to go off into the sunset. Let this go. Fight somebody <laughs> else. You lost, and you yep, didn't yep. just lose. She lost bad. She she actually lost pretty bad. Um, and uh, the, the case was handled terribly, and it's fine. It's a, it's it is what it is, but. But again, uh, they I just stay face by getting something could. from them, just like CMA is, right? CMA is saying, hey, you're going to make this change for us, and that makes it viable. There's nothing stopping from FTC just having that dialogue. Just talk to them. What is it you want? Let's see if it can be done. Write it up and be done with it, right? <laughs> like, yeah. You know, unfortunately, Hargi, what, what I'm seeing happening here is this is a person that's going to uh, cut her nose off to spite her face. It is. Yeah, unfortunately. It, it, it really is. It's unfortunate, but it is what it is. And <laughs> like I said, in, in two to three weeks, this deal will be signed by the third, yep. one of the another major regulator, and it's going to be done. Call of Duty, I, I, like I said, I, we talked about in the first half of the show, I am in the belief that that is going to hit Game Pass. Uh, in uh, fall, 
of yep. this year, November. I actually, I mean, again, like I said, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I haven't seen the contract, folks. I'm not a contract attorney. But if they made a new 10-year contract that starts when they sign it, that obviously null and voids the old contract the old that one, they yeah. have. So it only helps Sony, right? So well, we'll Sony's going to get an additional ten percent of of, exactly. of of the split instead of it being eighty twenty as it was for them and Microsoft. It's going to be seventy thirty. So they're actually getting a raise technically. Yeah, and I don't um, know if they owe every year a you know part of their uh, you know their agreement. This is how much we pay, you know, Activision for the right to, you know, market Call of Duty. Uh, so maybe that also gets nullified and they don't have to pay that, right? And that's just maybe. To Sony. Yeah, I thought that that's what Phil, what uh, uh, Jim Ryan was referring to in his yeah. email to Phil. So I think yeah, there is so a I think separate fee on top of that. It just makes sense. Like, why 20%. waste the money? Like, whatever. You know, it's coming to Game Pass anyways. It doesn't matter. Like, what's the Well, you know, you know what's <laughs> interesting? You know, Mag, I want to bring you in on the conversation because this, this to me, I find fascinating. Yeah. Um, obviously, the CMA and Jim Ryan, they know each other well. That was one of the first places he went to to complain about getting this deal blocked, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and obviously, we've known for quite some time. This is this case has been in the public view uh, for, for months, 20 months almost now. By the time it's done, it's going to be 21, 22 months. Uh, everyone's l- watching and listening. And, and, and Jim Ryan said, he's right. He's a businessman. This 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 case is on a world stage. Everyone knows Microsoft is going to own Call of Duty. That that's a fact. So then him walking away from the deal makes uh, perfect sense to me. The the CMA situation, where uh, obviously you're in Canada, uh, yep. Canada just decided not to say anything. So he, whether they say something or not, it doesn't matter because it's already passed. It's already passed, yeah. yeah for something for which Microsoft, by the way, was very kind in pointing out, which was the funniest thing I heard that week. Remember that? They're like, yes. well, you're, you, missed your, you missed your time frame, so, you know, sit down. <laughs> but anyways, carry on. Sorry. So, I'm so, so I mean, are, are, you, are you in the same mindset that uh, this, this thing, this whole – uh, nightmare scenario for anyone that's been an Xbox fan that's been waiting and and hoping that this deal goes through for a lot of reasons. I I come at it from a consumer's point of view because when yeah. this deal finally gets done, my Game Pass subscription is going to triple in value, right? For a multitude of reasons, and I'm not a PC guy, but I know that um it's going for me the value is going to go right through the roof. Do you see this? Uh, do you see a two to three week scenario because yeah. they're going to fast track it? There's there's no doubt about it. Yeah, and the, uh, absolutely, and I, I literally do not have to repeat everything that uh, that Everborn and Hargeet had said because they have they have already said everything that any the, the listeners have needed to hear. Uh, they absolutely for the exact same reasons I agree with them that I would say by the second week of August. I don't know if in the U.S. or in the U.K. they have the same thing in the first week of August. We have a long weekend up here in Canada, so uh, it may not. What holiday is it for you guys? It's it's just called they just it's just a made up bull, bull oh. crap holiday. They call it. Uh, I think they I think they named it after like one of the lakes. It's like oh, it's uh, Simcoe weekend. I'm like oh okay, all right, I get it. So I, the the government hey, can Mag. shut down for an extra week. Yeah. Hey Mag, I already know what's gonna happen because this is just my luck. And again, I I will say to you guys, you're welcome because it's it's because of this, me. This, is, this is the jinx. This is approved, the, the everborn right? jinx. The everborn jinx. <laughs> I I bought I double dipped on Diablo and then I, I the knew next it. day the next day uh the judge denied the deal right <laughs> denied the PI right but but it gets better 
I am going on vacation oh, in the Christ. second week of August. Come on. Okay, well, okay. So you know, you just know that's when it's going to break, that the deal's going to close. While I'm out <laughs> on the beach somewhere with no Xbox. There, there you go. So it's going to be the second. You heard it here first, folks. It's going to be the second week of August. Now, no here, <laughs> now here's the thing. Uh, I Actually, I want to bring up two things that I was going to uh, just sort of a comment on. Uh, one uh, thing by Everborn, one by Hargeet. First one I'm going to bring up is what uh, what Everborn had talked about. Uh, you've got the next, let's say, presumably 17 to 30 days before this thing closes, right? I mean, theoretically close, right? But the interesting thing is, you know, there are some of the people with the bullish mentality clearly not thinking through of the, you know, the, you know, from a legal standpoint, and of course, from not only not a consumer standpoint, from a PR standpoint, a political standpoint of coming to the table. And what I mean by that, of course, I'm talking about our Xbox sitting at the table, not coming to the table, sitting at the table. Um, this future proves their situation. And, you know, and that's, again, something that Everborn had already mentioned, which, of course, I was going to mention, but he stole it from me. Uh, anyways, the thing is, future-proofing. This is what this does, is that this provides good faith moving forward for the next deal and the next deal and the next deal. Because let's face it, we all know this. When it comes to large corporations, my corporation is no different. We're not talking about tomorrow. We're not talking about 2030. We're already talking about 2040. Our projections go into, like, two decades from now. You know, it's the same thing with all the big corporations, whether it's entertainment, whether it's Hollywood, whether it's the gaming industry, whether it's banking, whatever. They look at all those projections all the way down there. So Microsoft is not playing for tomorrow. Microsoft is playing for 2040 and beyond. That being said, you you tread lightly, right? You don't have to, like, you tread like go smaller, like for the next acquisition. Sega is not really on the map, so maybe Sega would be the smaller one. I don't want to get into the speculations as to who it's no, no, be, this is good speculation, be. man. Keep going. <laughs> but, but what I'm saying is okay, let's say say Sega just to keep everyone happy. But let's just say what you're doing is you want to tread a little bit lightly. It's you know what you want to do by doing that and take your time. The reason why you want to take your time is a you're not gonna to have to go through this again if you've shown that you've been upfront the entire way and you've been willing to negotiate and the other thing is is that it also shows that it'll give you just enough time to show that your acquisitions have truly been beneficial to the consumers to the gamers and to the gaming industry this is the bigger one because let's not forget it's not just about us guys it's about the tens of thousands of new employees that are going to now be under microsoft's wing and if you piss off those people and they start going on strike or this and that and whatever this is not going to be a good look for the next time Right. So what you want to do is you want to keep these people happy and at their desks as opposed to standing outside with it, you know, with an A-frame on their on, around their neck complaining about this, that and the other. Right. So, like I said, you have to give them enough time to show that this acquisition has truly been beneficial for all the parties involved. That's very, very important. And that what that starts with, it starts with Microsoft sitting at the table and negotiating they don't have to negotiate lightly they don't have to bend to you know they have to bend the knee to whatever but at least they're there and sitting down and willing to uh, have an open dialogue and discussion moving forward that's what i'm looking at now the other thing i wanted to mention you know about <laughs> what mark hargeet was talking about with uh, you know uh, with the ftc not making a deal the, here's the interesting thing the politics of that situation is what's it's what's keeping this from be from making a deal. They've already gone down the road too far. They cannot turn back. Right. And the way that they look at this is that now the FTC is going to have to go down as a martyr. And they're going to do that on purpose because they're going to say that they died trying 
to protect the consumer as opposed to we tried to protect the consumer and then we bent the knee at the last minute, right? And that's what they're trying to avoid. And I understand what they're doing at this point because now they have no choice. They're like, well, we lost. We went all in. So now we have to die on the cross, right? That is what's going to happen now. They have to do it because now people say, anybody who supported the situation, they're going to have to look at that and say, we watch them fight to the death to protect our interests. And that's why they're going to look, they're going to continue to look good for their supporters specifically. Now, the other thing is that, of course, which is a foolish notion, is that they, by doing that, they, what they thought, like bending the knee, for example, that shows that they're showing weakness. In fact, what it shows is ignorance. And to me, it shows ignorance is that it's a lack of interest. And this is the thing I've noticed from the very beginning of this thing. You guys remember from the months we've been listening, I've been listening to you guys talk a lot of times. You know, I don't I don't get into the legalities of it, but I do listen and I do observe. There's one thing that I've noticed the constant between the CMA and the FTC, specifically, obviously, the two ones who have denied the deal numerous times, is that they truly show an absolute lack of interest or research in this very specific topic. And they've been educated by Microsoft. They've been educated by the judge. They have been educated by the lawyers. And they still don't seem interested in under truly understanding what this is or the impact, the positive impact that this has. And that is the problem. But for Christ's sake, Everborn himself has more knowledge and research than the entire FTC and the CMA combined. At any time, Everborn could talk for 15 minutes. Everborn, and I'm stupid. <laughs> you could talk for 15 minutes about the subject, about things that I didn't even know about or think about. And I'm like, and I'm sitting there here listening to this going, how the hell does this guy know all this stuff? Why? Because he did the research. He looked into it. He's passionate about it. He's interested in it. And if that's your job and you're getting paid to do that, and this is a seven, 70 billion, well, not 70, but you know what I mean? Billions of dollar acquisition. You had better be interested in all the details. Otherwise, you will lose. You did lose. They did lose. Both of them. And they will continue to lose. And therefore, it will close by the second or third week of August. That's all I had to, pretty much had to say. Did, did, like I said, I didn't want to add too much about it, but I just wanted to say those are my thoughts and feelings. Is no, that I mean, they, they, they should have showed great much more interest. Yeah, absolutely yeah. fantastic. When this, when this thing about like the next one, right? Just keep in mind that anything they buy in Japan, they have a pretty good shield there, 98%. Yes. Keep that number in mind because there's almost no regulator that can say anything when you have no market share and you're trying right. to gain any level of market share. What are they going to say? They have nothing. They're going to have. Because is next, Hargi. That, no. that's, that's, it, that's, it's that's not a bad notion. And that's a great number to bring up. But at the same time, you also want to stay on the, on, you, you want to stay oh, on the positive side of things when it comes to I agree with you, Meg. 100% that they're trying to say, like, you know what, let's not piss them off. We want to have the CMA on our side. We're going to follow yep. all their stuff. You put Absolutely. the clean face forward. 100%. That's you yeah, have to indeed. put the clean face forward. Here's 100%. the thing: you are you you're supposed to be petty, and North remembers with Sony. You don't do that with regulators. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. You don't be petty with regulators. Could you do it? But that is a nuclear option where nobody comes out good. Right. You don't want that unless it's an absolute last resort, like you lose this deal if you don't do it. That is the only scenario. And that and I think we can all agree that uh, that is not where we are now. Hargeet about the rules. So the way the current rules now in terms of walking away from the uh, administrative case, 
this decision is actually up to the lawyers. It's more of a procedural thing. It is not a this doesn't go to to the commissioner. So, but that guy uh, Weingarten was kind of a uh, seemed like He's a, a, a PlayStation guy anyway. Yeah. yeah. But um, but they but hopefully they're going to make a decision with, based on whether they win. But this actually goes to the lawyers and not the commissioners, and they Correct. have forty eight yeah, yeah. hours. But the lawyer is to... going to do whatever Lena says, right? I mean, there should be some autonomy. This is designed so that there's a right. wall between the commissioners and the actual Supposedly. lawyers. Yeah, yeah. But I, we'll I, see how that works. I don't know. She um, she colluded with everybody, so I don't know so much about that. I guess I but... never underestimate the power of political pressure. <laughs> yeah. Right. And then the the um, the other thing <laughs> is um, there are arguments that would have fared better for the CMA, and I've heard people make them. And it what, what you're saying so it, that is so uh, so fascinating to me is anyone who paid attention to this thing could have made better arguments to this, right? And it's it's fine that you, well it's not fine. You can't block a deal because you don't like a company, and there's no laws on the books that says there's a deal size cap, right? So if you want to block this deal because you are making the assumption that this deal is illegal. How is it illegal? You can't you can't make these laws up right now. They were trying to get decisions. And this is the super important thing that you should you should pay attention to. Right. They were trying to get a federal judge to take as precedent rulings from their own court. Now, the case that they were using was a case that they lost, mm -hmm. but they get. In their court, they can they can appeal their own judge, and so they they lost this case. They appealed it, meaning they made the the final ruling on this case, and they wanted a federal judge to take that as precedent. That Which is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. It, it's no, like no, but it's, it's a blatant power grab, of yes. course. And again, if you if you are if if I am not here. And you know, there's nobody that says that I they have any recording of me bad mouthing Lena Khan. But I am, and I always try to talk about these things as the FTC. This, if you want the law changed, you go and do it through the Congress. And I know they are terrible because they can't agree on tying shoes, right? And who goes to what bathroom? They they can't figure that out. That's fine. But that is what you that's the hard work that you have to do if you want to change these laws. And I do agree that the laws are not stringent enough, but the laws not being stringent enough doesn't mean that by default, this specific deal in this specific market, in this specific jurisdiction was anti-competitive. They just made it up. Right. And that's the point. And they were trying to use this case in order to. Uh, and I believe this is why I got thrown out because they were trying to set a new rule because if you, whatever ruling you get in this court, the next time there's a court case, someone's going to say, Hey, look at that Microsoft versus FTC case where you took precedent from the FTC's in-house court. I guess they can, you can take more, uh, rulings from them. And then because they're the judge and jury over there, really the commissioners at the FTC would be making all the rules. And yeah. so <laughs> that's a, it's, that it's, in my opinion, that madness. is a problem. 
Yeah. Right. Whether it, it forget is. about forget about Xbox, forget about PlayStation, forget about all of that. If you want to change the law, that's fine. Lobby Congress to do it. Lobby yeah. Congress to do their job. You do not change the law. At, I mean, she worked in Congress, right? She worked for somebody in Congress. I can't remember who it was, but she worked in Congress. She was in yeah, that. Yeah, well, <laughs> look. And the last thing I want to say is there are arguments you could have made against this deal. I will not make them until No, don't even say them out loud. We don't want to give any, <laughs> any pricks But anybody that does some research, there are some actual, and I'm not saying those arguments would win, but they would be a hell of a lot better than we need to protect the market leader from Christmas skins. Yeah, which is, uh, that that's going to go down in infamy, Christmas skins, because I want to run, run around as a Santa. Uh, you know, and I, and I can't get that in, in this <laughs> over here. So dumb. Kaysante, uh, uh, <laughs> look, um, there's not really much more to say. I want to I want to frame a different mm-hmm. question for you. Uh, they, mm-hmm. they, they've they've uh, they've beaten the CMA. They, I, I don't care. I don't, I don't care who you are or what you think. The CMA got beat. They got beat Argue because with your mama they. About it. Oh, I'm absolutely sure about that. The CMA got beat because they hedged the bet. With Lena Khan, and like I said in the opening, yeah. it exploded in their face. Well, um, I mean, I, I'll push back and say I wouldn't even say that they're pushing they, that they're on the side of Lena Khan. At some point, they recognized that the, the the jig was up, and now it seems like they're a slave to the process, and they're just doing whatever they can to help Microsoft save face, like to help them save face. Yeah, like, yes, they are yes. definitely in save face mode at this point. Yeah. So my 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 question to you is. Mm-hmm. After, after this deal is signed, because I, I, I and again I probably should have said this to everyone because obviously I saved it for you because obviously we you've heard everyone say it. There's been some talk about Microsoft maybe not pressing the gas all the way down. Mm-hmm. Once mm-hmm. this deal is signed in two or three weeks and yeah. the ink is dried, what do you think is going to happen, man? Like, do, do, do you do you think you know full 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 throttle? That's a very interesting question because, like, there's an argument for both sides, and I don't know. There's the I have been thinking about that myself for for a little bit, a bit of time now, and there's very big arguments and very stringent like conversation for both potentials, right? And and that the, even though we're, we're we're talking about the the end of a huge deal, there's still a ticking time bomb that's kind of looming large in the background. And Hargeek kind of actually mentioned it already already before. People forget time passes, right? Just because you 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 just because you got uh, um, um, you got Japan to to basically um, mea culpa and and recommend that and understand that they that the the market leader owns the monopolistic amount in the, in the market doesn't mean that that ground stays seated forever, mm-hmm. right? So so while while you're finished with this ABK thing and and let's be clear they are not finished they're just getting started now they're they're now with the approval allowed to be at the starting line that's what this is right so while you're you're getting there getting ready to get them right and then start the process of of integration or p- uh, potential integration or limited however you guys choose to do it you must also now think of the idea that you get a mulligan in Japan only one and that that window is closing slow. So what will you do? Like, do you wait the two, three obligatory years it takes oh, for, for you to come back and say, you're right. And, and say, hey, 
you know, come back and say, look what we did here, people. We, we told you we would, we would do right. Now look at us. We've done right two years later. And then let the chips fall where they may. Hand and of course, between this Zenimax and Activision closing. This is a two years. This is a two years where the world might completely not look different after you're done, right? And by the way, I can't concentrate. There's too many damn dinosaurs on the screen. Anyway, you got a point there. And the issue is the next uh-huh. Nintendo is likely to come out exactly. Next year. Yes. And it exactly. The entire dynamic, yes. right? So yes. no, you got to strike. Only two that's years. You only you have strike. two years. So that's the thing. Do you because because let's be honest, right? It's a very inter- it's an interesting question. And if, and if anybody here or uh, you hear anyone say they know definitively what's going to happen next, they they don't know what they're talking about because it is a very 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 tumultuous place they find themselves in, right? Well, I was having this conversation. I think it was with with you, Boom, or with Everborn. Yes. And yeah. you say that, right? And the first thing they go is, well, but uh, what about, what about uh, um, what do you call it? Embracer Group. They're over here. They need money. You still need to secure Crystal D and the rest of them before maybe Amazon does. And that's also a potential that's out there. Yeah, you can do that one on the low. You can, you can do it to a point where you don't hit regulatory. You buy them separately uh, so there's no yeah, regulatory eye. You don't, meet, you don't meet any regulatory eye. Exactly. But these are all things that need to happen in parallel as soon as possible before potentially something falls out of your grasp, right? Like, you know, and we've seen it happen where it fell out of their grasp and they lost the Tomb Raider IP and they lost all these things, things that they could have gotten. So, you know, I find it super interesting. Like, like I think they should test the waters and, and, and strike before the iron is too, before it's too late and go in the Japanese market because, They've right. even gotten like government, governments, uh, uh, um, uh, various uh, um, congressmen have already uh, um, spoken about this, right? So it's in the public sphere. It's in the zeitgeist. The, the, the politics is on their side right now. Although, of course, that whole conversation about, oh, there goes the big multi-billion dollar, multi-trillion dollar company scooping up the market again. That conversation will obviously continue to dog them if they do this right away. Because you got to wait till the dust settles and people forget that you just made the hugest purchase in history, right? And then you turn around and you go make another purchase, which probably in Japan will also be major because people don't really buy that much in Japan. So that may be a big, big deal, even if it's Sega or wherever we're going. Like where okay. they go. Uh huh. Okay. In Japan. Yeah, I'm listening. You mm-hmm. have the JFTC that you have to go through, but they have Sega- to contend with. Yep. Uh, is also they may be protected, a protected by a, a the protected the, brand. The, yes. Well, yes. well, it, there's the cultural ministry, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. again, I'm not saying these things are impossible because no, we just not. saw that Pete they wanted to buy Activision. They had to go through 18 months. Of I mean, shooting, I mean, right? bro. The, anyone that says that says, oh, that stuff is harder or it's impossible. All I have to do is point you to active to point you to Bethesda. Who owns yep. Tango GameWorks? If right. small but active uh, Zenimax can purchase in Japan, so can big trillion dollar Microsoft. So yep. that's that's just a few more right. hoops to jump it, through. That right, they it can. is just more. It is more uh, scrutiny. Just like you have a yeah. phase two, absolutely, in a, absolutely, in a CMA investigation. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Now, now, but but I guess to close out my part of this. You know, I know, you know, and, 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 and all jokes aside, I'm not here. I'm not here for the smoke. We saved that one for, for Saturday mornings. I know that the that the, the priority here is, oh, get your Sega on. And I'm not saying that's a bad choice. I'm not, right? Because we already, we've already seen that they, they're very much on the same page as Microsoft. They're already, they're already uh, uh, integrating a lot of the same technologies and all of that. So it all works well. But 
What I will say, and 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 I mean, take your take your fanboy hats off. I know it's harder for some of y'all than others. Whatever they strike here in Japan, this will be their only opportunity. Because after that, I say the window's closed. Yeah, you may be able to get some small thing here on uh, odds and ends, but if you want a big publisher in the region, something to really solidify yourself, you get one choice. Pick wisely. You have Sega available. You have Square available. I keep popping this up, and people don't think taking it seriously. You got Koei Tecmo available, right? Yeah, Capcom's there too, and maybe Capcom doesn't want to get purchased. I see you. I see you on the screen there. They're Exo Primal, but there are a lot of choices there. Square, all of them. So, like you know, before you're quick to go, oh Sega or whatever, you have literally one shot to take a bite, and whatever bite you take, you will never get this chance again, and they're all prime for the taking. Which one do you choose? Sega. It's an interesting question. Well, I'm not talking to you. This is not a question. I'm not talking to you. I don't know why we wasted the last five minutes. We had this discussion before, and you know, Square is probably the more uh, obvious option because of the fact that they slander that would come with Microsoft buying Square. Look at look at look look at I like Sega better, but but that's look at Koei Tecmo's library. Look at their entrenched library. Look at the way they, they churn out Bandai stuff. As well, just to be fair, Bandai they, they Namco. Really you know what I'm saying? Look um, again. I am not Netflix. saying. I am not saying the Blue we're Hedgehog is a bad choice. Year old that still goes to the club three times a week. You do not want to settle <laughs> down with that. I mean, Bandai, he says, "Don't don't settle for the Cougar." Big, That's what he's right? saying. Bandai, obviously, a good answer. I, I'm just looking no. at a fit perspective. Square is in trouble, uh-huh. and so they're yes. going to be looking to be purchased. Uh, yep, I, true. I, there's also another part that I'm not sure where this lands now. Now mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. Sony snitched, they are now <laughs> under the gun, right? They they yeah, have yeah, a 98 yeah. market share. They ain't buying mm-hmm. Square. That ain't happening. That's right. Yeah, that's right. The FTC's got to yeah. say, uh, no, yeah. you define see, this. This Pargi, see, Nintendo. this is why. This is why I say Microsoft has a mulligan going right. They it's have a they it. have a, cl- a slow anywhere. closing window. To pick any, you can literally walk in and you got a free shot in the face at Tyson, and he'll hold his hands back like this. You, you get one good shot. All the jokes, Sega cooks and cleans and reads to the seeds. Yeah, but yeah, but see, Sega want Sega has has been cooking and cleaning and laughing at your jokes forever. Now you look over, you need and they're notice. all available to you. you need to <laughs> the question is, day one, Sega was with you shooting. That, in the gym. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so but 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 let's be clear right really right it's a yes time. yes bit, absolutely challenging for them yes it's, it's, sega it's, has been most likely for you for a long time yeah. now so, but yeah. now with this move <laughs> with this move it's not what's the most likely for you it's they are all available to Make you do you pick the one that's been most likely sega stop shacking up <laughs> I mean, Sega's doing pretty well. They're not, like, and they're, they have a uh, lot of partnerships. Yeah. Again, I, everyone, as, as a fan, I agree with you. I would rather have Sega, but I'm looking at it from a business perspective. From a business perspective, it's a and very oh, enticing and lucrative, interesting place let to find. Go ahead. Case, really quick. Okay. I don't want to get caught go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. up on this. Sure, you sure, sure. You have to go think ahead. about culture and integration. And mm-hmm. I do not know if that is there with Square the way it would be with Sega, who is already using your technology, who you're already utilizing to make your uh, strategy games. And you're, yes. they already have a mobile pub, a large mobile publisher that helps with your plans. And they give you the nostalgia IP that can compete with Nintendo in a way that Square can, maybe can or can't. 
right? Um, mm-hmm. Here's the thing, right? So the culture at ABK doesn't align with Microsoft either, and is one of the reasons that they were. But at in least trouble. they speak the same language. So sort of, uh, <laughs> right? There's an assumption. The language of money. <laughs> and, and this was all the way from Satya that there will yeah. be a cultural shift needed when they acquire yeah. ABK, and that will not happen immediately, but they will be working through it, right? Yeah. And and it's the same thing with Square. You could say, hey, look, they're, you know, their uh, executives have been managing this company horribly. They keep losing money on games, so something had to give. There's some cultural issues as far as their development as well. They're just closing studio. They just closed one of their premier studios, yeah. right? So. Yeah. You got to look at all that and say, maybe the culture there does need to shift. We're buying the IPs. We're buying the developers, right? We're not going to you know, continue with the current management structure and shift it to something else, right? right but, I'm just but, saying, look, these are all options. And but, it's not like this is out of the order, like out of left field. They were literally about to buy them when Starfield, yeah, as we just but, found out, was about to become an exclusive to Sony. And they're like, yo, we can't do that. We, we got to go buy Zenimax. Okay, right? but, so, but again, I just want to point out, right? There's going to be mm-hmm. a lot of issues to for, the, for Microsoft, a Western company, to go over there and say, we're going to go restructure your whole management thing. That is not going to end well. Sega, at the moment at least, is running like a semi-well-oiled machine, and there that, you can that's be an option like, for them to discuss, you know, to, to uh, figure as part of the you know purchase, right? So they're all interesting points, right? So we'll see, but it's one of those, right? We definitely think it's one of those. If they're gonna go for it, Bandai is obviously the best one to get. It's got the most IP. It's the most valuable. Bandai would be the equivalent of buying Activision, though. If you it would be, I know, the biggest uh, publisher over. In see, and 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 see, see, and now you're thinking too much with your logical. But see, this is my point. Now you're thinking with your logical hat. Remember, for a while now, you've been courting the one you can get. Now you can literally come and steal the ace in the crown, and as much as they hate you, they got nothing to say. You still yep. gonna go with the the they one you can get? The crown Japan is Capcom. Will stop you from that buying their biggest is, is, That's the, the I agree with Boom. Japan. You think so? Um, yes, I, well, I they, agree with Boom. Capcom because more they're always thinking as a fan, North American audience, and that's the problem. Like this is so that's the thing. We they don't they don't need the Western audience. They don't need y'all. They have y'all already with all their Western stakeholders. There's still a lot more in there. They There's a younger own generation you, coming up. They want Asante. That's what they're looking they for. They own us. you with Zenimax. They own you with all those. Uh, they own you with Doom Guy. They own you with Activision, <laughs> right? They own <laughs> you with all those various properties. So, so this next play would be squarely in the Eastern Asia. market. Yep. You know, let the, let it be love, for them. You know, yeah. I mm-hmm. love that Activision is not closed yet, and we got our eyes on. Oh, I'm already moving on. Oh, that's right. That's that's yeah. moving yeah. on tomorrow. <laughs> this ain't tomorrow. This is three, this four, five years from now. I'm telling you, he, he wants everything. Also, listen. Yeah. Yes. And Ron TJ is another one. He 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 wants it all. Listen, look. All I can say, folks, is I can't. Uh, first of all, I can't believe it's two hours. That that went by so quick. Um, I want to. I have to catch up on some super chats. We'll do some outros. We'll get everyone out of here on time. Uh, tomorrow, I'm sitting down with Zemi Games as well as C Money on the new episode of um, of X Vlog Live. And then, of course, Friday morning at 10 a.m., we're gonna have another uh, another amazing breakfast at Boom. I don't know if we're gonna have any guests. We might, uh, but listen. Uh, big shout out to everyone that tuned in for today's show. Hopefully, you enjoyed the conversation. Of course, we could be here for another three hours because we're talking Capcom, Bandai Namco. I don't want Square for personal reasons, but I do want Sega because I am a Sega stan. I'm a Sega apologist, 
And, and by the way, everyone, I just dropped that hallmark ornament of. Oh, of the Sega I'm looking Dreamcast. at it as we speak. It now, is. I'm dope. getting ready to order it this is, thing. Only yeah, it's really dope. By the way, one more one more thing to consider with Square: you don't want to buy a whole publisher full of Pete Hines. Because I feel yeah, like that's, that's true. You, that's, <laughs> that's, that's true. Damn. A company full of double that, that is just <laughs> so slanderous. What are you doing? Come on. What did they do to Pete Hines? They didn't. They didn't kick him to the curb. You yeah, are. You are literally. He's, he's, you are he's, exactly. I, I, I You're slandering him of, based on old information. I'm gonna be honest. That's right. You. I really don't. Look, I, I know the look, people. Y'all. Y'all are slandering him based on old information. Because if, if it was slander worthy, he'd have been kicked to the curb. Instead, he got a promotion. So, yeah, so yeah. come on. I, I, I like Pete. I like Pete Hines. Listen, exactly. He's a gamer. He, stop, he wants stop the slander. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. All I know uh-huh. is that uh-huh. he called uh-huh. or emailed uh-huh. Phil saying, you should have consulted with me before this marketing uh-huh. thing happened. Uh-huh. And then uh-huh. all of a sudden... Pete is no they longer made him, running marketing. And, and then what did they do? They made him even more uh, uh, influential in the company. I bet he ain't getting that's, calls about That's a promotion. Yeah, well, listen, <laughs> we we can we can chase our tails with that another time. Uh-huh. Sir X-Men drops a very generous uh, $2 of chance. Says, Sorry, Boom was at work, and my voice to text sucks. Yes, he was talking about Project Gotham 5. Yeah, my, my, my talk to text always get me in trouble. Dean Rivera drops a very generous $5 super chat and says, since Xbox needs its own superhero game, wouldn't it be rad if Xbox got the rights to make The Boys a video game, a cinematic, mature, rated, gnarly game? Oh, yeah. I would love that. But I, I, I keep thinking, when I say superhero, I, you can talk, I, I, want my, I want a cap game for sure. Like That's just my hero. But Wake me up when they revive Prototype. Wake See, me up one. when they revi- revive prototype, which they now yes. own. Yeah, they have it. They they need to they need to bring back prototype. It's it's people are mm-hmm. people are playing it, people are buying it, people are loving it on, on, on the Series X. They need to re- they need to remake the original or re re whatever you want to do, reboot, if you will. Mm-hmm. Prototype is a is a kind of a character that has uh a, that that has a trilogy under his belt. I mean, he, he the, the second one wasn't so great, but that's because it was a cash grab. The first one is completely brilliant. Uh, we have uh, Highlander 001 drops a five dollars super chat and says the Supreme Court has refused to hear the gamers' lawsuit. Do you think the Supreme Court would hear the FTC case? No, they would just laugh her out of the courtroom. Uh, she's not even going to get there. And the gamers' lawsuit is just a joke. Uh, and he said, and so uh, thanks so much for that Highlander. And I find it funny that they, they they pushed it there, and they were like, "Get out of here, kids! It's just ridiculous." Um, <laughs> Igmatic Dreams drops a two dollars super chat and says, "Capcom or Square over Sega, Parasite Eve or RE over Sega." I, yeah, Igmatic Dreams is a Parasite Eve. So am I. I love the first one. The first one was phenomenal. That was Square Enix when they were actually really good. Not so much now. Uh, Highlander Double <laughs> One drops an additional five dollars. Of Jen says Khan worked for the subcommittee that questioned her last week. Oh, I did not even know that. Yep. In fact, some of the Republicans that questioned her supported her as head of the FTC. I'm sure that there are, you know, uh, they're they're upset about that. Uh, Sir X Man drops an additional two dollars. Of Jen, I, I agree with him. He says I want Crytek for that engine and Rise of Son of, Son of Rome two. Yes, that would be a big one. Um, I, I listen. Who knows where they're going to go next? We're going to be talking about this for weeks to come. Iowa Interactive is out there. Asobo's out there. Um, the, uh, Crytek is out there. This, uh, 
Crystal D and Eidos Montreal need to come home where they should be. <laughs> Tomb Raider IP, maybe it's on the chopping block for Embracer because they're they're a bit uh, you know hurting for money. I'd love to see Microsoft buy that. But ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for primetime gaming this evening. Hopefully, you had. An amazing time. We had a lot of laughs here. I nearly choked on my drink thanks to a, 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 a member in the chat that said something hilarious. Uh, Mag, you're here for your outro, sir. I am. W- w- listen, obviously, you're building a beautiful arcade behind you. You got yes. a nice machine on the way. I cannot wait for you to take some pictures of that. Oh, yeah. Sell your, sell your brand, brother, because you've been making some crazy videos. As of- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where can people find you on Monday evenings? And more importantly, find you on social media doing some uh, po- uh, pony trolling at, as you do. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, Pony Master's been uh, rather busy. I did uh, three videos in three weeks, so I've been uh, I've been back at it. I got, you know, I had some motivation, obviously, as the news gets funnier and whatever. But uh, anyways, you can always catch me on Twitter. Uh, I drop my videos there. I also drop my videos on TikTok because, you know what? They don't copyright strike me. That's why I don't put them on YouTube. So uh, anyways... I do what I do. I go rogue. I like. I'm like. I'm I, like. I'm. Hey, man. I'm a master of guerrilla warfare. You don't know where the hell I'm gonna show up. I'm just gonna show up, and all of a sudden, a video just comes out of nowhere, right? So you can you can find me in the foxholes. But anyways, Monday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern. You can find me on XNC podcast with, of course, Colt Eastwood. Uh, as you go check out the last show, is myself, Colt, and uh, Randall Thor came in and uh, ruined the show for us. But uh, anyways, besides I was there, all that, I was listening live. <laughs> oh, that was a, that was a funny show, man. It was pretty epic. He but, couldn't uh, get him in, then he got him in, then he got him out. It was hilarious. Oh, man, it was so funny. And then, uh, yeah, at some point, he's asking me to do the X, uh, Xbox 2 plus 1, whatever. So I'll do that at some point. But uh, anyways, of course, every Wednesday, you can find me here, 7 p.m. Eastern on Primetime Gaming. And as I said before, this week marks my three-year anniversary on the show. So Indeed. it's been so three inc- you, I can't believe how fast the time has gone. Uh, it's been incredible. Incredible. What a journey. Uh, and then, of course, you know, we had some uh, some faces leave. We had some faces uh, now are, are, are here and part of this crew. And here we are, man. And we're uh, we're just an evolving family of it. And it's fantastic and having such a great time with all you guys. And of course, everybody in the chat for supporting everybody for all these years. Always been wonderful. And all the DMs and everything are also great for all the support. And don't forget, guys, support Boom's channel. This is what it's all about. So anyways. Everybody, have yourself a wonderful week. We'll see you guys all, and we'll talk in the private chats. DM me if anybody wants to talk to me about anything. We'll see you all next week. All right, brother. And Hargeet, sell the brand. I mean, the sauce has been flowing. (laughs) Gaz has been here, there, and everywhere. Uh, He was on Rand Show live when uh, the FTC lost for the second time, and he did did what Gaz does, man. And all you got to do is just laugh at the sauce. Uh, Talk about Game On Daily. Talk about your own podcast that you do each and every week with Zulker87, who was also on that show with Gaz. Uh, Record-breaking show for for (laughs) Randall Thor. Well-deserved, as always. Talk about it, man. Yeah. Uh, By the way, you have another super chat yes here. i'll get to that in, in, um, in hot but yeah so uh first rdx uh sorry we didn't have a podcast yesterday yeah we poor deal is going, going through on. it folks i don't know what he's going through but hopefully but he's uh he's uh yeah, he, and uh, yeah, hopefully he, next he, week we'll, we'll be able to resume back but, to it, uh, yeah. wait what happened really to like not that he's well he had some he had really some personal it. stuff happen yeah, uh, he had to cancel the show at the last minute he never does that yeah whatever it was it was serious and hopefully he's gonna be all right um, and yeah, and Game On Daily, uh, certainly check out. And, and again, Gaz has his own channel where more of the sauce stuff will be. It's Septic Sauce on YouTube. Uh, but Game On Daily, the <laughs> Saturday show, go live. Uh, and GameOnDaily.com. Uh, and then Zealots of Gaming, I don't know if we're continuing. We're kind of like in flux right now. I think it's going to kind of stop because of uh, just job commitments. Unfortunately, Zucker. Had, Umbra you know, one. 
Oh, was that? Umbro one. <laughs> Umbro, Umbro one, yeah. Like, Stop his, his, it. His, Don't his, do that. Yeah. Don't do that. That's not um, cool. But either way, so, <laughs> so we'll see if, if we can do something with that. If not, it, it's probably uh, going to be on hiatus for a bit. Um, and then, of course, primetime gaming uh, every uh, you know Wednesday at 7 p.m. Uh, but, yeah, and and uh, I just started up uh, – uh, what was it? The, the – uh, what's that game that Kojima made for Sony? Uh, oh, uh, Death Stranding. That's Stranding. That's Stranding. Yeah. And, I, uh, I put I put seventy hours into it. I I, I did not. I did the not first of the like Stranding it. verse games. The yes. Stranding verse. I, I mean, <laughs> so far I've I've played like a half an hour or something like that, mm-hmm. and I've it's twenty five minutes of just cutscene. I, I barely it's, it's played a lot anything. Of cutscenes, yeah. I'm like, I, I literally haven't paused because I'm like, okay, this cutscene's gonna end and I can go to the podcast, right? This cutscene's it's it just kept going and going. Yeah. I'm like 10, 15 minutes. Can you stop already? Jesus. it's a Kojima <laughs> game, right? This is just what they do. This is like yeah. uh Metal Gear Solid 4. Is it worse than Final Fantasy 16? I, I haven't played that one, right? I, I don't know. It probably I want to play it, but I want to get it used. But I don't want to get it. This is kind of like that money. Sony formula, isn't it? Right? It, it, it is constant cutscenes. Like when I played Metal Gear Solid 4, it was just 45 minute cutscenes and 20 minutes of gameplay. And I'm like, dude, this is just untenable. Like you can't have 45 freaking cutscenes. Like get over yourself. But anyway, that's what I just started that up. And I'm like, wow, this is just getting boring to just watch stupid cutscenes. But anyway, that, that's what I've been uh, playing. I just finished Planet of Lana, which was pretty that was good. great. What it's a great small little game. game. It's pretty good. Phenomenal. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that, that was pretty good. Uh, and, yeah, otherwise, I'll see you guys here next week on Wednesday at 7 p.m. Looking forward to it, brother. Real quick, we have a monster super chat coming in from Spartan661, who drops a very generous additional uh, a twenty dollars super chat and says, "Mr. Boomstick XL, I found most podcasts I enjoy through your show. Oh, that is awesome! And again, that's what we do here. We try to celebrate all the other gamers that come on. I bring them on as guests. Hopefully, you do subscribe and you do find new podcasters that you like." He says, "Watching you through the years and your advertising, everyone is amazing. Thank you, brother. That's very kind of you to say. Uh, you are uh, the first membership I've ever had. Others." Brought, uh, bought my membership and I was blessed, brother. That's very kind to you. Um, I he's one, yeah, because actually, we've had quite a few gifted uh, um, subs as well, which is pretty cool. Um, and I'm glad you got one of them, brother. So, thank you so much for the support and thank you for the very kind words. Kayasante, uh, obviously, you're gonna be back this Saturday at it at the Gaming Circle podcast Saturday morning. Talk about it, brother. Sell your brand. Yeah, well, uh, first and foremost, I, I appreciate all the slander that I have gotten uh, over the last week or two, because, of course, I always pick my vacations perfectly, timed with the most important news that we have been discussing for years now. And, of course, that's how it all fell. Uh, I will say, I happen, for those who aren't aware, when the, all that happened and, and Lena Khan was being grilled, I was in Washington, actually literally in front of White, uh, the, uh, the, the Congress waiting for her to come out. Uh, it, boo it, her. Just boo. it just so happened we happened to be on vacation we were they, we were the capital we saw all that stuff and, and she was in the capital at the same time but yes i i am i am back uh we we have we have well we are well rested and we're ready to go this weekend of course we will have the gaming circle podcast uh it should be so much fun we're gonna you know everyone's had their victory laps we're gonna take ours uh as you can as you can tell mr everborn saga has been giving pieces of his mind to everyone uh, I, I suspect you 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 want to tune in, tune into this one because 
short of buying Sega, this may be the most victory lap of victory laps that we're going to hear. So we shall see how that goes. Uh, I will say, uh, while I'm doing my outro, if you haven't played Fist, play Fist. Fantastic game. The oh, game, uh, I didn't say with your, I just said play Fist. Okay. <laughs> now, the second time, that should be a pause. Anyway, what I will say is it is, and, and, and I will expound more on it when it went on the Saturday show, but it is as good as Shadow Complex. Now, for those who remember. Oh, dude, one it, of my favorite games, dude. One bro, of my favorite side-scrolling Metroidvania I'm joints. speaking, I, I have put, like, days, in, and, of course, uh, I was on vacation, so I had to do a handheld. You know, I didn't couldn't sit in front of the PC or in front of the console, so I took a handheld with me. Been playing Fist. Cannot stop playing it. It is freaking amazing. It's so good. It is so good. And Story not as good as Shadow Complex. Yeah. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Story not as good as Shadow Complex, but from a moment-to-moment gameplay perspective, Everyone should be talking about this game. It is like I've been waiting for Shadow Complex for a long time. This is the first time I'm like, okay, Shadow Complex can stay gone as long as we get another fist. Like, this is great. Needless to say, thank you so much for, for, for being here watching us. You know, Gaming Circle Podcast, Saturday, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, episode 99, ladies and gentlemen. Nice. So, episode 100 is coming shortly after, and myself and the Everborn Saga are planning some interesting stuff. We'll see, we'll see how that goes. Uh, uh, the week before we left, we had Mr. Paralysis Lily on our show officially. It was really fun. We we had we had a lot of slanderous stuff on that show. We will have more. He's a Sonic hater, expect a more. certified Sonic hater. <laughs> He's not a certified Sonic hater. He is a man who speaks <laughs> truth. There you go. That Mario he understands will Sonic. Yeah, he Mario understands the elephant before. tusk Mario is going to squash everybody. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen. So yes, thank you guys very much. Real, real quick, shout out to Eternal Shaddai, who is one uh, who dropped at least, from my count, if I can remember, fifteen plus channel memberships. He donated, and of course, a big shout out for the generosity because that's just crazy. Eternal Shaddai, thank you, brother. Really appreciate it. Uh, and last and no way least, Everborn Saga. Sell your brand, brother. Talk about what you got going on with the Everborn Saga and where could people reach out to you on social media? Uh, I mean, we know the answer to all these questions are Everborn Saga, your favorite um, <laughs> uh, social media network or gaming platform, Everborn Saga, but most importantly, EverbornSaga.com. And this Saturday, we are going to be breaking down the uh, crushing defeat of the uh, FTC and the bending of the knees of the CMA. And uh, we'll talk all that through and we will uh, have some fun while doing it because uh, the goal is to inform and entertain. And that's what we try to do every week. So uh, I will see you guys there. I am playing Final Fantasy 16 right now, trying to finish that so I can get back to Zelda and Diablo. And hopefully... By the time I do all that, these deals will be closed and we can move on to actually talking about the fun stuff. This is fun. I'm not going to lie. But I'm saying the fun stuff of how to, will integration work because I really can't wait to start talking about that. Like, what does it look like with Activision as a part of Xbox? And and that is that conversation is going to be so fun. But we're all caught up on this regulatory stuff. So let's get through this hump. We're almost there. The light's at the end of the tunnel. Let's hope it's not an oncoming train. And uh, <laughs> let us, let's get this thing over the line. Oh, somebody in the chat said, I mean, I'm, do I mean I'm watching Final Fantasy 16? That's not nice. <laughs> 
I mean, it's true, Hilarious, but it's though. not nice. Uh, well, listen, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> thank you again for, for making it. We had over 800 people here this evening. Again, if you are new, you find the channel for the first time, please help us on the march to 14K. And you can do that by hitting the subscribe button as well as, of course, that bell icon so you know whenever I go live. And I do. I go live five days a week, Monday through Friday, all different shows, all different panels, but all great content. We never sell you hate to get your click or your like. And, of course, a big thank you to all of the Super Chats that came continue to come in. And the channel memberships, they do allow for us to do big, big giveaways. And there's four of them coming from uh, the last quarter of the year is going to be $3,500 plus worth of giveaways. And we can't do that without all of the help that you guys and gals give us here at Double Barrel Gaming. And, of course, I'm going to close out the show with something that's important to me. Hopefully one day be important to you. And that's something that my dad taught us when we were kids. And he would say, Craig, treat others how you want to be treated. And also... It doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules, Craig. I can guarantee you you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone, and we'll see you next week on the newest episode of Primetime Gaming with Mr. Boomstick and Friends. Hey.